Welcome to Sea Time, everybody, the off-road show that brings you all the results, news, and online shenanigans that make being online a good time. We'd like to say thank you to Fly Racing for their support of Sea Time. Please go check them out at flyracing.com. Welcome to Seat Time, everybody. Brian Pierce here. Episode 120. Um, I would love to say that we've had some strange bipolar weather, but honestly, it's been pretty nice uh, for the past couple days. Something totally kicked me in the butt today when I was at work, um, but I'm fighting through it. Came home, took a bunch of drugs. Uh, excuse me, going through some BC powder to get some caffeine, having a little bit of Diet Coke with some extra caffeine. Thank you, true legend, Kirk Caselli, of course. That koozie, you got to rock it when you can. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for tuning in, whether you're live or if you're archived or not. If you're archived, remember you can tune in live every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time at seattime.co slash live. And then of course, on the site, everything is archived. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. You can search for Seat Time and find us all over those places if you are in the mood. Big thanks to our sponsors. Hopefully you saw it there in the very beginning. We've been with Fly Racing since the very beginning that they found us, if you will. Um, and we definitely appreciate their help. Uh, it's been fantastic. Uh, guys like Ride PG, Powersport Graphics have come on, uh, you know, last year. Big, big supporters of Seat Time, and of course, Stillwell's Performance. Um, they were on a little bit uh, later last year, and they've come back as a supporter of Seat Time. So, very, very happy to have that happen. And uh, yeah, if I have any house cleaning that needs to be done besides everything that we just went through. It's that we do have our Beer Olympics uh, pint glasses from the event that we had last year, of course. As always, I'm overzealous. I order too many. I'm clearing them out, man. Five bucks. You pretty much buy it for $4.99. Shipping's five bucks, so $9.99, $10. You have yourself a full, proper pint pint glass. Now, why I say proper pint is because a proper pint pint glass, 20 ounces, so 16 ounces of beer or liquid, and then four ounces of uh, fantastic frothy head as any good beer should have that's how you have a proper pint so make sure you enjoy a pint full of awesome with your seat time glass obviously once we get rid of all these guys go through these guys we can order more of the traditional seat time pint glasses which i should have poured my diet coke in but i did not it happens it's crazy it's gonna be a good time we got a lot of fun stuff coming up what I, we had a lot of fun two weeks ago we didn't have a show last week because my little ba my new baby girl was born um, everything went awesome. People are having fun. I would tell you so many cool things, but that's not what this show is about. Again, that's one of my other shows. Look them up. Is it the, the adult-friendly one or the one where I talk about all the cool stuff you can do with your kids? Those shows are in no way related, so it works out for everybody out there on the internet. But I had so much fun with uh, the kind of random back-and-forth roundtable discussions that we had two weeks ago that I asked Mr. Jason Hooper, one, if he would uh, be kindly oblige us and come back on the show, and two, if he would kind of be our, essentially, our guest for the entire show. So that that way he could kind of, you know, run some shots towards me, I can run some shots toward him, we can ask about a lot of, the, we can chat about a lot of the stuff that's going on in the world, and we're going to have Caleb Russell and uh, Josh String join us in our little hangout later on. I talked to Gary Sutherland. We've got some stuff about works and what's going on with the West Coast uh, hair scrambles to fill that in. So now that I've chatted for at least four to five minutes about all the fun stuff that's going on to get you up to date of where we're at, and I don't even know if I'm there with you, Mr. Jason Hooper, how is your evening going, kind sir? Uh, it's going pretty good so far. I think you just heard my baby be crying a little while ago. So Yes, you uh, as well are in the baby club, but you got there sooner. You were what? You're like five months in? Yeah, exactly. Five months on uh, Saturday, so yeah, I think Chris has got her calmed down. So 
hopefully we'll be good to go for the rest hey, of the night. By no means is it going to upset me or any of the viewers because pretty much everybody out there either has kids or knows that people have kids. Stuff happens. It's just kind of the way it That's goes. Right. So uh, we That's didn't right. know if two weeks ago we were going to have to cut the show short and I was going to run out because we might be having a baby. So that's just the way it rolls sometimes. you got to live life. So it has been a long time since you've been on the show. People who you know follow Digital Off-Road, things like that, they, they may know, they may keep up with you, but I know that there's other people out there who don't get that chance but enjoy hearing about what the, the, the runner, the connoisseur, uh, the proprietor of uh, digitaloffroad.com, uh, what he's been up to these days. Well, obviously, the last two weeks I've I've been at the uh, the GNCC opening rounds, um, Florida and then Georgia. The week before that, I was at the opening round of the National Enduros. Before and leading up to that, I didn't do much of anything, man. It was awesome. I had about the best off season I've ever had, just kind of <laughs> hanging out with the fam. So uh, now now we're back into the grind, and it's pretty much every weekend from here till I don't even know when so it's, it's good. <laughs> yeah because you do a lot of uh, national enduro and GNCC and then some other stuff as well so you kind of do you go weekend to weekend to weekend yeah yeah this year I'm not going to do as many national enduros okay. uh, trying to keep the wife from divorcing me in our second year of marriage so we'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes but uh yeah I'll, I'll be doing all the all the GNCCs of course some national enduros um I and I don't even know what else whatever else comes my way so it, it's fun though I, I mean there are uh, a lot worse ways to make a living. That's what I tell everybody. So. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. We could be shoveling shit somewhere in like Yugoslavia. Right. Or, yeah. Or, it's not hard work. So. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I wanted to know. Uh, so you've been. I think I remember seeing quite a few pictures of you doing a lot of triathlons over what we would call your off season as well. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. I did a. Um, I did a half Ironman back at the beginning of February down in Key West with my buddy Brad. Um, Strang and I actually did one back in August up in Michigan so for some dumb reason I signed up for another one that's the <laughs> second time I've said I would never do one again and so I don't know I'm trying to trying to stay fit I don't know I think it's because you hang around with all these racer guys and they're all ex- insanely fit and you just kind of gain like two pounds and you feel fat so I don't know and, and it's fun because it gives me something to do other than sit in front of the computer which I'm sure you know yes. you completely batshit crazy at after a 10 12 hour day so i sneak out and ride my bike and swim and run and stuff so it's fun yeah well that's cool i'm glad you've been uh, staying healthy that's good it's just i think i i as well kind of stick to my own little training regimen i go to the camp gladiator boot camp it's like two to three times a week uh want to get back into crossfit of course um and i think that that's good you know i see a lot of people they're not really i guess keeping what you would call healthy habits you know going on a bunch of diets doing all this kinds of stuff but you know, I think finding that good routine and really making sure you're putting your body through the paces and doing what it's built to do, which is pretty much lift shit and move it around, yeah. uh, then we're then we're making sure that we're having a good time. But we're not here to talk about how sexy I might look without a shirt on, or how good looking you would look in lycra. Again, right. that's probably next Saturday's show. I think. <laughs> shammy, shammy or no shammy, we're going live. Uh, so GNCCs have been absolutely insane so far. It seems like that this might be the year of the monsoon. Uh, so Dude. it's it's had to have been crazy for you guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, like what was crazy the first round? You know, the weather was perfect, but the 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 place was a swamp. Basically. Oh, okay, so, okay. Yeah, so the the weather was beautiful. That's what was like so crazy about it. It was it was sunny skies, beautiful weather, and just mud everywhere. So yeah, that was crazy. And then uh, this past Sunday was not sunny. It was awful weather. It was cold and it rained pretty much 
the entire day. I think it started raining around two or three in the morning, and it rained pretty much until after the podium. So it was a uh, yeah, that one was crazy. I don't know if I've ever seen that much standing water on a racetrack in my in my life. It was it was pretty insane. So yeah, yeah I, I hope we uh, we got all the rain out of the way in one weekend, and uh, well, we won't have any more mutters because it sucks. It sucks. Filming yeah. in that is miserable. You know, it's trying to keep your equipment good and riding in it I mean isn't much fun either and it's hard on everybody's shit it ruins my stuff just as you know it ruins people's bikes and stuff so nobody wants to nobody wants to any more mutters that's for sure <laughs> right well I have to ask we've talked to you know guys like uh, Jared Bolton Jeremy Saylor beforehand uh, when we did our like pre-GNCC show um, and they were chatting about what they had heard and what they knew going into the track in the venue the new Florida venue 30 minutes away from all the bike week stuff which is great for all the viewers and racers and all that kinds of stuff to get to be around all the other fun stuff going on but now what did you think about the venue did you get a chance to go out and see other events and, and do other things or are you locked down and you just saw the track and that was a track <laughs> yeah well i mean I, I i explored the property a little bit but i mean it's a massive chunk of land they have like eleven thousand acres there that they can use but uh, like i said a lot of it is Swampland, like underwater, and there's a big chunk of it that you can't get to from where we used as a staging area and parking and stuff like that. So uh, I think there's other entrances, and maybe if we end up going back there, they might look into a different place. But man, once I got to the track, I was pretty much locked down. You know, I didn't, uh, I didn't make it to the Supercross or anything because um, that's the only. I don't, know if, I don't want to call it a downside because I don't want to make anybody mad, but. I have to work the ATV day too. Right. So, you know, I, I shoot all day Saturday or the ATVs and I'm downloading footage, doing a highlight video and all that. So then to get back up the, the next morning. So I was not a fan of the new uh, Florida weekend that we had, you know, where it was Saturday, Sunday race instead of, you know, before it was Sunday, you know, Saturday ATV practice, Sunday ATV race, Monday bike practice, Tuesday bike race. That was I kind of liked that. I was like easing my way into the season where I wasn't having to like <laughs> just pin it right off the get go. So yeah, it was a it was a pretty gnarly weekend. So I yeah I didn't get to see much of Daytona other than the uh, Mudmucker facility. But um, do you think that uh, has there been talk that this is going to be the facility for Florida next year? You know I haven't heard. I I, I honestly haven't heard a word. Um, I know that the proximity to Daytona was something. That everybody was happy about, right? Um, I, I, I bet, yeah. More, more you know, viewers. Yeah, and the his like when I first started coming to the GNCC, the Florida GNCC was the one where all the industry people would come because it was so close to everything. Mm -hmm. And you know, the the last few years we were down in River Ranch, and it was a couple hours away from Daytona, so it wasn't as easy for guys to to sneak over and check out the race. And I saw a lot more. Um, just industry people in general at the race on Sunday. Right. So I, I mean, that's pretty. It's pretty nice to have some, you know, manufacturer big wigs and then you know the aftermarket guys that can actually come to the race. So I'd be surprised if we end up. I don't think we'll be back anywhere near like where River Ranch was, and I, I, I think the landowner was happy. So, I mean, it they they ride ATVs and stuff there, so I mean they were they kind of knew what they were getting into. And right. <laughs> so I, I know that the a lot of the riders might not have been super thrilled but uh it definitely wasn't your typical uh your f typical florida jeans to see i didn't see many sand loops out there you know it was, it was definitely different but 
Uh, yeah, that's, I did hear that a lot. That a lot of people were chatting about the fact that they were like prepared for their quads and uh, you know doing all their squats before the season to get ready for all the sand whoops and none. They're just they didn't exist. It was just mud, mud bogged, mud bogged, mud bogged. Do you think? Say they're gonna go back next year. Okay, they're going back to mud mucker. Do they try to lay the track out different to maybe not have as many mud holes, or is it just maybe that time of year that brought that much kind of weather into it, and it's like a low level? Of like, how do they well, think ahead pretty, for that kind of stuff? Yeah, I, I don't really know. Like, it's pretty low lying land, and you know, I mean, so much of Florida is just like barely above like sea level or whatever. So, I don't know if there's a ton of stuff that they could do different. I know that there's a body of water that they can need to get across so there would have to be like a bridge built of some sort and there's more property that they can get to and mm-hmm. that kind of like opens it up a lot Now I don't know if that's something that you know if this is going to be a place that we're going to continue to go maybe they can do that um, we didn't get rain leading into the race which certainly didn't help you know when it, it rained uh, Thursday I think maybe before that I just remember I got there Thursday and it, and it was raining so that didn't help things any so I mean it's it's hit or miss. I know we've had some pretty, like, before I started coming back, like, 2004, 2005, in this similar area, Palatka, they had a couple just completely crazy, rainy, wet races there. And, I mean, it's just part of the deal, I guess, when you get in that part of Florida where it's the water table's not too far from the top of the ground. So you get you get much, and you get down into it, and the water just comes out of nowhere. So right. I don't know, man. I mean, there like there was parts of the track that were cool. You know, there was, I don't know, three or four miles of grass track. It looked like a six-days grass track out there. It was sick. Is that so, where um, and, Mullins made the pass on Wibbly? I know they said he passed them in a big field towards the end. I don't yeah, know if that was it or yeah, not. Yeah, that's what – I think that was one – but yeah, that was where that happened, and Charlie actually had a big crash out there too. He had like a third gear high side out in that thing. But there was that was like I I thought that was cool. You know, I don't know, it was, maybe it was just too much of one extreme to the other for some folks. But I don't know. I mean, it's it's funny. I don't know. Like you used to you you hear the old school guys complain when races are too hard or too gnarly, and now people are complaining when the race is too hard or too gnarly so i don't like i don't you can't uh can't make everybody happy so i i don't know (laughs) and we don't need to i've had a lot of fun even though i'm we're in texas i've had a lot of fun catching up with the uh the gncc live webcast it's been really cool they've done a great job with that um it's a little tough sometimes when say like they say we're going live at 1 p.m eastern which is noon for me but then you know you go on at noon and there's no real update that says hey we're the only thing i would just like it's like hey we're running late print okay cool like that's my only thing um but i've loved it i've been doing work i've had the computer up then another thing that's weird though is uh and this is just because of the fact that i'm a web geek if you're on your mobile device and you have it in portrait mode it actually it uh, they probably have a media query in there that hides the video player um you have to go into landscape and hit play and then you can turn it back to actually watch video in portrait like if you just have it in your charger or something because you're just listening to it. And I was like, what the deuce? So, of course, me being the web developer was like, what? This is stupid. But, hey, you know, it's whatever. I'm okay with it. Maybe. That's not my department, but I know who to pass you on to so I can uh, 
<laughs> but, unfortunately, when I'm at the track, I don't have the opportunity to check that stuff out, so it's hard to, right. to know how things are working. But well, I don't need to make any more friends at the GNCC uh, Racer Production. So you just keep it to yourself that I said something, and uh, we'll just. I don't have to tell them who I got the info. <laughs> from, but... There you go. I like that. An anonymous source said x <laughs> all right, right so we're gonna be bringing caleb russell on pretty soon steven now's a chance let's give that guy a text and we're gonna get him in here caleb russell ninth uh in the standings coming out of round one uh first place at the the muddy maxis general if you will there in georgia this past weekend um a lot of people even us you know we talked about it on our show is caleb russell going to repeat as um you know xc1 gncc overall champion um, and, and Hoop, your immediate reaction to that is what? He didn't give himself a very good start in Florida, that's for sure. But, uh, I mean, he's definitely capable of it. I don't, I don't know. I mean, he, he showed this past weekend that he can win in conditions that pretty much any condition, right? And he showed some serious speed in Florida before, you know, after the crash, before he had the, the bike issues. So, yeah, I mean... It's been a long time since anybody's um, been able to repeat. You know, it was David Knight was the last guy to do it. So, right. Um, to you know, 2008. So, you know, Wibbs wasn't able to, Strang wasn't able to, Mullins wasn't able to, and Wibbs wasn't able to do it again. So, uh, recent history says that it's going to be hard for him. And the results from the first two races show that there's some guys that are going to be in the mix. You know, Wibbs is back to his old self. You know, yeah. he's, he's, he's going fast. Strang is going fast. Um, Charlie and Caleb, I think, are probably still just a mm, smidge faster than everybody else. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's gonna be <laughs> interesting. It's been cool to yeah, watch but... live because I, I'm not, I'm not feeling like I have to get a race report or wait for these videos to come out for me to get updates. It's like being able to watch it, at least listen to it, even when I have it on and I'm doing something else in the garage or whatever. It's been really cool. Yeah. Um, I was really impressed with Jordan Ashburn's finish this past weekend. It seems that when stuff gets tough. For some reason, for whatever reason, obviously he's way faster than me. He really likes to come out on top, or yeah, at least yeah. on the podium. Yeah, he's solid in the in the mud and the gnarly stuff. And I know he did pretty well that first year. They had the Tennessee knockout, so mm-hmm. I think yeah, he he's a little bit more well rounded than than some of the other guys. And it, it's kind of surprising when because you're not used to seeing him battle up front for right. wins. You know, he's always like a podium threat, top five guy for sure. So. Yeah, and, and then, I, I I just remembered in the preview show thing I did with Rodney, I picked Caleb to repeat for the championship, uh-huh. so I don't want to go back on that. So yes, Caleb's going to win the championship again. <laughs> I don't want to I don't I don't want to be a flip flopper. Yeah, so. I hear that. Nobody nobody likes a flip flopper. You're like going out with a chick, you totally think you're going to score, and then at the last second she pulls the big on you, and you're like, whoa, what is this? You don't want to be that gal. You don't. It's not going to be easy though. I will say that I think he's going he's got his work cut out for him, but uh, I. Why not? Somebody's somebody's got to go back to back, man. Yeah, I'm tired of watching all these guys struggle with the number one plate. I almost kind of feel bad for him, you know. That's a good point. One of the things that uh, that that Jared brought up that really kind of solidified for me. I'm definitely like a, you know what? I, I don't think he can do it. Honestly, I think there's so many other good racers out there, and it seems that a lot of other guys, like Wibley's coming back, and it shows. Um, Strang's on a better bike, or at least he's riding better on this new bike. We're going to talk with him about that a little bit later. But then Jared was like, hey, you know, Caleb's the only XC2 guy to repeat a championship. And I was like, ooh. So he knows how to not be cursed by that number one. 
Um, and so that yeah, that kid, he's won so many races. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like watching this past weekend. They're talking about seeing Cerullo and how he's just so used to winning. I mean, Caleb's won his entire life. Right. You know, minis. You know, when he moved up to big bikes in the A class, he went nine for nine and closed out 200A. He led every single lap in his first year on a big bike of the A class. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, so he's used to winning. So when he gets out front, it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't phase him. He, he, he expects to win, I think. So, uh, I mean, he's won a lot of races the last couple of years. So, yeah, it's nuts, man. Sorry, we're having issues with uh, Google Plus because of the fact that, of course, there's like a bunch of Caleb Russells. And uh, even though I'm the one, what's that? I don't know. Just click them all. We might get some random Caleb Russell from the middle of nowhere. So, hey, what happened? Does he have imposters? Yes, that's probably what it is. Or he had a Google Plus page, you know, right when it first came out and then didn't do it. Started another one, but it's still out there because Google doesn't delete anything. And, yeah, uh, I've got two, I've got two, and yep. I don't use. Them. We noticed that too when we were we sent you the invite. We were like, "Ooh, two Jason Hoopers. We're gonna send it to both of them." <laughs> yeah, because well, because I show up and the people I might know. You might know Jason Hooper. You have twenty common friends. I'm like, oh great. <laughs> I've heard about that guy before. Yeah, obviously he's the one. <laughs> he, looks awful, he looks awfully familiar. Right. So uh, hopefully, Caleb, it sounds like we got a little bit of a sign that he's on. Caleb, your video is probably coming up. Uh, yes, there's your uh, glorious head. Uh, so if you can hear us, we got Jason Hooper on, and so he's going to be able he, – he's here. He's a punching bag if you need to make fun of him, but at the same time, you're his as well. So don't feel yeah. like you guys have to hold it, hold back any. So how the hell are you doing right now, man? He's 260. Talking to me? Yeah, talking to you. I'm doing pretty good, just uh... – Hanging out with my brother-in-law's, playing some cards, and watching some basketball here on the TV. And uh, flipping your hair. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. Well, dude, I have to say congratulations on making up such a horrible deficit from the very beginning this past weekend at the General. Um, I think a lot of people question right off the bat, what happened in Florida? Um, I know that I saw uh, all kinds of crazy stuff going on, like you getting pushed from the uh, pits. It looked like you had a lot of issues with goggles, all that kinds of stuff. So... What happened in Florida with your ninth overall? Um, uh, it was kind of a glamour of a few things, but um, <clears throat> the bad start didn't help help anything for sure. So, um, and was that no. all your fault? Did you just grab a fistful of Brembo brakes and say, "Suck it behind me, bitches"? No, I didn't <laughs> grab any brakes at all. Um, <laughs> I just I plowed like, into yeah. that bitch. <laughs> uh, no, um, the guy guy in front of me got a little bit squirrely, and uh, he's he lost a little bit of track, which is. Oh. Is that me or is that all of us? That's him, poop. Ah. Uh, him and his awesome internet. See, we need to uh, file a suit with his brother-in-law. Uh, for having poor well, Wi-Fi. You want me to talk about his first turn crash until he comes back? I would love for you to do that. That was one of my questions Hello? for you. Hey. Oh, there he is. <gasps> okay, keep going with your first turn crash. There's no internet. Can you hear us, Mr. Russell? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, keep telling us about <laughs> yeah. your first turn crash because we had a little bit of a hiccup there. Okay. Um. Yeah, I was just uh, going around the first turn, and the guy in front of me, uh, Yako, uh, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but uh, the South African guy, he kind of like slid out a little bit, 
and uh, when his back wheel was straightening out, it clipped the. <clears throat> I tried to I tried to avoid it, but I was already right in the line of the back wheel, and it barely clipped my front wheel and just high sided me straight away. And um, you know everybody hit me from there because it, it was right in the middle of the field. So yeah, and then um, you were the one yeah, left pretty, doing the fun dance. Pretty awesome to see all the KTM down the first turn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got up, did a little break dance, and threw my goggles off. Love it, love it. Yeah, it was funny. I was like looking at these pictures. Hoop had a couple good ones, obviously. The GNCC guys posted those up, and I was like, "Well, hell, that's not the way anybody wants to start this season. That sucks." <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. It definitely uh, didn't didn't help matter, especially I got up and I threw my goggles off because my uh, canister broke off, and Scott's got this new new thing that goes underneath the film. And um, it was hanging off, <clears throat> hanging off my goggles. So I thought it looked like my lens when I first glanced at it. When I opened my eyes up after I was laying on the ground taking a nap, and um, <laughs> so I, I just ripped them straight off and threw them away. And I forgot that Tanner didn't have an extra set of goggles like right there with him. So I rode the whole first lap with no goggles. Well, not the whole first lap. I got goggles at like probably the seven mile marker or something, and um, <clears throat> which which really sucked because uh, I was right behind Charlie, or might have been right in front of him on the first lap. We were probably like 6th and 7th or something, and then I dropped back to 10th after I got new goggles, and then I rode like a pissed-off teenager crashing all over the place and making <laughs> making rookie mistakes. So Yeah, so is that is that what it was for you for once that wreck happened? Is, you were just kind of, were you like overriding? You said you were riding like a pissed-off teenager. Is that, it was a lot of that, you know, kind of what the result that you ended up with? Because... I mean, your bike not starting coming out of the pits seems like a whole nother thing. Yeah, yeah, I, we haven't got there yet. Okay, continue <laughs> on with it. I apologize. Continue, sir. You're better than me. I know it. No, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I just I wasn't riding really very calculated, you could say, I guess. But um, I was just all over the place, pinballing up everything and making dumb mistakes and just losing time left and right. So, And every time I'd catch up, like I'd fall down like two or three times and I'd have played I caught up like I don't know three three I probably fell down 15 times the first three or four laps it was ridiculous but um sound like you're I, not racing I like got, I do yeah <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen you ride but I can only imagine that's that the way it happens let's just let's just go with it <laughs> but um but yeah the the whole pit thing um I'm not positive if that was the start of my bike kind of failing or if it was my boss and wife uh, floated my bike out for me, so I'm not Ooh. sure on that part. But um, when I was gassing up, my bike stalled out because they shave uh, they shave neutral down, and it's really hard to find coming into pits. And um, I came in, I didn't have it in neutral, it stalled out. They dumped the gas in it, and Auntie was trying to refire the bike, and he she told he told Chandler to give it gas, and Chandler just turned it wide open, and they think it just flooded it. Mm. So. Um, which is funny, you know, you talk about flooding a fuel-injected bike, it, it can be <laughs> right. done. So, But uh, <clears throat> but right after that, I caught back up to uh, uh, Thad and Josh, and I was right behind those two, and my bike flamed out and just wouldn't run. And uh, the uh, temperature, I guess you could say the thermostat on the thing went bad. It was uh, giving, a, giving it a false reading. And, you know, after that, I got my bike bump-started, and... After that, I had no clutch, so my clutch just like magic magically evaporated. So, um, and it wasn't like it was slipping. I just had no 
I had no play in the clutch at all, and right. you can't adjust it to this hydraulic. So, um, yeah, it was a pretty bummer day. I'm just glad I finished and got points, though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, it was disappointing to say that to say that when I got to or when I got to watch the live feed and everything and kind of see how you finished. Um, we did have I wouldn't say we had bets, but we definitely chatted a lot when we had our pre GNCC season about how you would do, how Charlie would do, how ever a lot of other riders would do. Were you going to repeat championships and all that kinds of stuff? Um, yeah, so, I watched it. Did you? Thanks. Yeah. We appreciate you being such a fantastic fan. Well, you know what's fun is you're now on it. Yeah, yeah. No, I watched it. Well, I was actually watched it while I was driving down to Florida, and uh, gave me a little bit of inspiration there. Not thinking I can do it. So. Uh, yeah. You know, that's that's what that's what really motivates me is like. Oh, you could tell. <laughs> every, every, all the negative people and the negative comments, like that, just fires me up. Like, if you want me to do bad, you should talk good about me. But. <laughs> well, I think you well, need now. Another... I'm gonna look bad because I picked you to win the championship again. So now. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's okay. But, no, but that that that's uh, I think that's what really, really motivates me the most is like the the naysayers and stuff. So, um, it's not that I take it personal or negative. Like I just fuels the fire for me. So uh, I appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, man. I'm just here giving my shitty opinion. Uh, I, I think that I just try to create a fun environment for people to say whatever the hell they want to and talk about dirt bikes. As long as yes, we're doing exactly. just about those two things. I'm pretty much a, I feel I'm a successful businessman. Um, I have to ask, what was your off season like? Um, you are overall GNCC champion, had a really good year, um, you know, did great at the ISDE. So how does someone like you who knows, I want to try to repeat, I want to do all this awesome stuff all over again. What does your off season look like? Um, it's, it's been uh, good and bad. Is The weather's been really crappy, so that's been the kind of the downfall so um you know i didn't get as much riding in around here as i'd like to but um I, I got to do a lot of cool things out west with taylor and yeah you know, was, uh, that that's what uh it kind of refreshed refreshed some stuff for me especially getting to go out there <clears throat> and um riding with him and doing some enduro cross stuff and extreme stuff it was really it was really fun i think i've got a i think i kind of tuned in on a lot of untapped skills that I may have so um, I'm really excited for for some other stuff this year yeah um were you th were you there when he did the backflip on his uh, big bike yeah I was there <laughs> how much did your balls like scoot up into your stomach when you watched him do that um well the first two times well I was planning on I was gonna try to do it oh, but Jesus. Um, I was <laughs> It was pretty awesome him landing it, but I was trying it on the trials bike a couple of times, and the third time I tried it, like as long as as long as I don't like hurt myself doing something, like I'll keep trying it. Right. But the third time I tried it on the trials bike, I came down real real awkward, and at the top of my knee braces, there's uh there's no guard or anything, and I come down and I slam both my kneecaps really hard and <clears throat> mess my right knee up pretty good, and um so I was pretty much over it after that, and he goes out and does the exact same thing I did twice on the big bike, the 300, then the third time he freaking lands it, so it was pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, it was fantastic to see, and I was very disappointed <clears throat> that I wasn't there. How's his play area um, at his house? I, he's invited us to come out there and ride on that kind of stuff, and I want to. I would love to head out there and play around on that shit. Did you have a great time doing that, like the king of the motos and stuff? Yeah, it was, uh, 
it's pretty it's really cool and the the coolest thing about it is his neighbor is uh a really good on a trials bike like he's a really is that bad mike d's bike. nuts yeah mike yeah he's <laughs> yeah. freaking awesome on a trials bike man and uh trials bicycle so um i went out there <clears throat> right before christmas and for for like a week or so um before the ktm photo shoot and stuff and uh i liked it so much that i ended up going back and then doing the king of motos like i talked to auntie and let me do that bought a trials bicycle and been doing all that stuff but yeah he's, he's got an enduro cross track right there and then in Mike's Mike's place, he's got a bunch of trials trial stuff, and it's it's a pretty sweet setup. So what you're saying is, is once the babies are a little bit bigger, we should plan a family trip out there and to to Taylor's Playland. Yeah, yeah, you should uh, definitely get out there, but definitely want to like. There's nothing there that's easy, so you need to like. I need to bring my big boy skills. pants. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, I could fall down and crash like a mother. Okay. I got skills. <laughs> plan on doing a lot of that. That's okay. That's fine with me. And and who knows? It's like I'm not afraid to out drink somebody. Mike 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 these nuts will probably take you up on trying to do that. Oh, I know. Him and I had, when we we were uh, at the Enduro Cross in Vegas, and that's where I met Mike these nuts. And uh, him and I had quite the endeavor, if you will, at quite a few different yeah. bars, which would really be the same bar, the Gator Bar there. Um, right by the rooms but it was great it was a good time the guy can drink and have a good time so we had a question from the chat room um from roberto are you running a second off-road series this year full-time no no so anything else though out there to kind of you know pique your interest and try other stuff out or you are solely focused on gncc yeah i'm solely focused on gnccs but um auntie I've discussed with uh, Auntie kind of what the plans are for the additional races or whatever, and I'm going to be doing, um, I've got a 302 stroke that I'll race the Tennessee Knockout with, and maybe try to do uh, another couple races on that, but not any on the GNCC side. Okay. That's just like an extreme bike, yeah. and uh, three enduro crosses, so, and I might also do the 300 and that, and... Um, I'm definitely going to go do the World Enduro Championship in Mexico. Awesome. So, and then then six days. So that's kind of my schedule besides the GNCCs. Right. That's bitching, dude. I was definitely going to ask about the ISDE, so I'm glad to hear that you're uh, you're in for that. Um, you yeah. know that I am as well racing at the Tennessee Knockout, right? Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Nice. I registered for the amateur <laughs> the amateur day. Yeah. It's cause I'm, I've, I've never been. I wanted to go this year, but I went to the beach instead. So um, I'm feeling that the beach is probably going to be the smarter move for both of us. Not that I don't think you'll, you're going to do well. At the beach. If it rains, you'll wish you were at the beach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, it's funny. Oh, I can't remember his name, but there was one dude who was like, oh, you signed up? I'm signing up too. And he was like, what row are you on? I was like, oh, I'm on row seven with the amateurs. Okay. And he signed up on my row, and he's like, you better watch out. I'm using you as traction. I was like, Okay, I didn't realize I was a competitor for these people. I was like, dude, I'm just going to have fun and try not to get run over. After that, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, I agree. All right, thoughts on the new Florida location? On the Florida location? Yeah, oh, the new, like the Mudmuckers, round one, GNCC. Get a new one. Get a new <laughs> That's funny. We did, uh, I asked Hoop a little bit about that. Hoop, uh, what do you think about his response? 
not the first person I heard say okay. that. Okay. <laughs> I was wondering about that. <laughs> yeah, um, it's a, it's, you know, it's a, it's an awesome location, but um, I just didn't feel like, you know, Barry, Barry, Barry tries his best and he does a good job. Like a, most of the time, like I'm really happy with what he lays out, but I just didn't feel like there's anything there that's ever going to be worth riding on. It's always going to be wet. It's never going to be fun, and the grass track doesn't get beat up enough to like separate anybody. So it's kind of it's it's pretty easy and pretty basic track besides the mud. And like I said, it was just it was hard on bikes, and I don't think anybody really enjoyed it. So, right. huh? Well, that's interesting. I know that uh, you know we were chatting about that, and it's so darn close. Um, you know, it's like, would you rather be at River Ranch? Yeah, I'd definitely rather be at River Ranch because then you're going to get you know. It's not going to be – it's it's going to be a, a fitness race. Okay. And it's going to be way hotter. It's going to be way rougher, and it's going to be fast. So, you know, the the strongest guys are going to prevail. And, you know, that race was more like – not saying that the guys who are up front, like, aren't strong or whatever. Just, just saying, like, I don't know. There's not as much to separate people, and the trails weren't that fun. I think a lot of people would agree on me with it, but um, – yeah, it just didn't seem like it had much to offer for a Florida track. Right. Yeah, I think so many people are used to, you know, sand whoops. That's what they think yeah. of when they think of Florida. Yeah, there is zero sand there. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I, from what I heard, and Hoop had a really good uh, insight to that as well, is that there were so many more industry people that were able to make it because of the fact yeah. that it was so much closer. And, uh, and we know that that had to have been a big part of it. So hopefully there's either a way to make mud muckers different which Hoop's talking about, like maybe they do a big bridge over the, the, the water to the other part of the property, or maybe there's a property that's a tad bit further away but not all the way River Ranch, you know. Maybe there's some middle ground. I don't know. We'll figure yeah, it out. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be nice. I mean, definitely the location is good because, you know, people, you, the industry people that only go to Supercross and Motocross races are, you know, able to come to that. And I met quite a few people that I probably wouldn't wouldn't normally have the chance to meet and uh, get to talk to, and it, that was that was really good. But just the the track, just you know, it didn't really didn't really float my boat. Right. All right. Now quickly, so we don't keep you too long. Tell us a little bit about this past weekend for you and the general. Now you had great comments, um, and you even kind of keyed into some of those when you were talking about some of the stuff that we said. You know that. That ne- I wouldn't say negativity, but sometimes people's doubts on what you could do motivates you. It burns fire inside of you to go faster and do better. And it sounds like you were like, let's have a mud race because that's what I need you know, to be able to catch up on these points. And you completely delivered on that. So just tell us what your thoughts and kind of about this past weekend. Yeah, um, you know, it's kind of it's hard to describe it, but um, – yeah, obviously going in the race, I walked the track on Saturday, and um, it was uh, it was looking awesome. But uh, I was they said 100% chance of rain, so I don't even know why I walked the track because I couldn't even recognize most. <laughs> Water check. Yeah, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I don't I don't I don't really know. I just I just know my abilities on the bike and know what I have to do to win, and I I feel like I'm really good at knowing when to deliver. And uh, I don't know. The race just played out really good into my favor. Um, I was just kind of smart and consistent all day, and just pretty much rode around. I could probably ride around like 
as much effort as I put out, I'd probably ride like that effort like a six-hour race because it was pretty, pretty fairly tame. Right. <laughs> um, it was just kind of picking your way through things. I mean, you just had to be real smart and not get stuck, and that's what I did all day. And you know, the Grant ended up catching me, and I did have to push really hard that last lap, was, which is actually pretty hard to do if like going the pace I was going and trying to wick it up that late because you kind of fall into a groove. So, but he was riding really well, and I was I didn't know if I was going to be able to to put that minute on him anyways because I was, we were already like three and a half miles in before I made the pass. So yeah, yeah. Um, he said that he made a lot of mistakes, kind of like you're saying you avoided. He said on that last lap, he actually started making a lot of those mistakes. You know, kind of getting stuck two or three times. And that's yeah, that's so. that's that's another thing that's really hard to mud race. Like when you wick it up, you don't have you have less reaction time to to prepare for certain situations. You know, you can be in a rut that you didn't realize was that deep the lap ago because you're going slow and you've seen it coming. Yeah. When you start going faster in a mud race, it's really hard. It's a lot harder to pick lines, pick and choose your way through areas. But um, you know, I kind of I got real comfortable with the track and I just I just made it I had a really good lap um, and I was pretty stoked on that yeah it was awesome uh, it, when there was one point where watching the live webcast they were kind of like oh I think I see him nope that's just the muddy rider <laughs> like which brown racer is that it was funny listening yeah. to him trying to pick people out and figure out who was who um, and Johnny Gallagher actually probably had it down the best because he could remember who had the different helmets and he knew even with mud on it the kind of the shape of the helmet, uh, and so that's how he was—he was, he was kind of trying to make uh, educated guesses, and most of the time they came out pretty good. Yeah, it was definitely. I watched—I watched a little bit of the uh, the live feed on the racer TV thing, and it was definitely not very good because they couldn't pick out anybody. So yeah, it's kind of just like looking at water the whole time. Yeah, we we did have another question from the chat room. They were asking um, if you had a dream team. For doing the ISDE, which I I don't know if you're going to be on the trope the main trophy team this year or not, um, what would that be? What six riders would you think of, or maybe what five others since you'd probably be one of them? Man, uh, give me the France team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hoop! Unfortunately, you probably agree, right? right? <laughs> give me give me Nambatan, Mio, um, Albert, Al Albert. There's no, um, no. It's it's really tough for us because they're so used to that format, and those guys can go out. They can just put up. They can just put up the markers, and they can go out <clears throat> on a pure flat track, and and lay down a super fast time. And then they then when it gets beat, they can do the exact same time. So it doesn't really matter like what surface it is, if it's got ruts or no ruts or bumps or whatever. <clears throat> and um, you know it's really hard for us to prepare for that, um, especially since they they race that that same format all year. But yeah, um, that's why we're gonna try to go. I think Charlie's gonna do the uh, World Enduro Championship in Mexico, and definitely Taylor. So we'll uh, we'll see what's going on. Awesome. Well, cool. All right. Before we let you go, definitely want to ask. Coming up, Steel Creek. Um, you know you've raced there in the past. You've done really well. Um, are there any thoughts going ahead um or is it just win um well at this point you know it's i had a i had the good ride in georgia to get myself right back in the the mix so Absolutely. that was definitely necessary but from here on you know i need to i'm definitely going to be going after the win in north carolina because i'm still eight points back from charlie um so 
I need to close that up and keep that really close all year because if he clicks off of a couple wins here down south, um, you know, it can get kind of out of hand pretty quick. So, right. you know, I, I have a feeling it's probably going to come down to the last race again. Um, maybe between, uh, you know, a few riders will have a shot because uh, Josh and Wibbs are riding really well. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a tough year. So it's going to be interesting, but I'm looking forward to it. Heck yeah. Well, we appreciate you being on the show. Mr. Hooper, you've been a little bit more quiet than I expected over there. Did you have any uh, any questions or thoughts or anything for uh, for Mr. Russell? Yeah, I have a question. I, the preseason, everybody was thinking you were going to ride a 450, and then you ended up racing the 350 in Florida. What was up with that? Yeah, I just want to throw everybody off. <laughs> no. Suck it. Um, <laughs> no, I was actually considering riding the 450. Um, especially at the end of last year, I just wanted something different because I've been on the 350 for three years, and I used to ride a, I used to have a 450 as a practice bike all the time, and um, when I jumped back on it, well, before I got the bike, I was like, oh, it shouldn't be that big of a transition. It's like the same weight, just more power, and you know the chassis is not a whole lot different. It's a little bit longer on the bottom, but um, when I hopped on it, like I couldn't ride it. And I knew straight away, like I was just, I, I hopped on it and I felt not comfortable, really awkward. Then I got on the 350 and I was, you know, right at home and, you know, I rode it and rode it and rode it and I never did just come to grips with it. I couldn't, I couldn't ride it to my ability. So, you know, I kind of gave it up. That's a good answer. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's all I was thinking. All right. Oh, do you know... Go ahead. Do you know uh, if you're going to be on the trophy team or the junior team? Has Auntie told you? Yeah, I'll be on the trophy team. I don't think I can race the – I turned 24 this year, so I can't race oh, the, yeah. nope. the junior team. Well, there you go. That answers that. Bitchin'. Bitchin'. Well, cool, dude. Yep. Um, well, uh, I'm going to go race the National Enduro in Blackwell, Texas this coming weekend because, hey, it's in Texas, and I live in Texas. It's like four hours away, so for me, that's pretty damn good. Um, have fun with that hell yeah I, I love that property it's so much fun there's a dude you could possibly run into wild buffalo out there and like gazelle and all kinds of shit it's uh it's on an exotic yeah. game preserve so it's pretty intense nice and i suck at riding so all the rocks throw me all over the place and hopefully hooper catches some really good foot footage of that <laughs> oh is he going out there you're driving them driving the motorhome out there hoop i heard you jackknife that thing already oh yeah <laughs> come on man <laughs> oh, bringing it out, gut punch. Uh, yeah, I did. Russell, yeah. you didn't teach him how to drive that thing? You've been moving around in one for a while. Yeah, I didn't know he was pulling a trailer. Then Chandler told me some sometime in Georgia, it's like, you know Hooper already jackknifed his camper? I was like, he wasn't even pulling a trailer. <laughs> I was. I was pulling a trailer. So. How do you yeah. jackknife it without a trailer? Way to go, buddy. <laughs> that's, what I, that's why I was questioning Chandler. I was like, he wasn't pulling a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> but I, then I seen you had one hooked up, so. Yeah, yeah, it was not good. Not uh, a good situation. Yeah, that's not fun. Always a good no, time. No. Well, yeah, Mr. That Russell. That ruined my day, so, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's okay. I could not teach Hoop to do any better, so, Mr. Russell, it's going to be your uh, goal in life to teach Hooper how to actually drive a motorhome, okay? Just go forward to try not to back up. Try... That's pretty that's much how I, mean. I would do it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate backing that thing up. Dude, it's not easy. That's no. for sure. That's for sure. My mom right. brings all the boys to the yard. All right. Thank you, Caleb. Keep kicking ass. Have fun. Uh, and I definitely want to see a good championship chase. So please don't try to just walk away with it, okay? 
Oh, well, I'm going to try to do my best to make it boring. Damn it. <laughs> Sucks. All right, man, you have fun over there. Enjoy your basketball, and uh, your brother-in-law Wi-Fi needs to be upgraded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mine's not any better, so. All right. Well, next time, no shirt. It'll make it better. Noted. Later. All right, Hoop. We're going to yeah. talk about no. some fly racing stuff uh, and all their awesome support with us, and we are going to do the Pineful of Awesome Award, and then after that, we're going to have Josh Strang come on to the show. So if anybody wants to tell him, he should be getting ready soon. We've already texted him, but still, it's okay. So fly racing, huge supporter of Sea Time, and we definitely thank them for their support. What they just released on March 4th is their new spring release kinetic mesh gear. Um, they've had kinetic mesh gear for a couple years now, but it's always evolving, always changing. Um, with mesh gear, it's really hard to make it tough, but still breathable in the right places. You know, sometimes on the outside where you can catch trees, and these limbs can catch it, and because of the fact that it's got these holes, it can pull on it and rip it. Well, they're always evolving and always trying to change it up, which I, I think is awesome. And uh, I luckily, because our sponsors are so badass, I already have a set of the kinetic mesh gear on the way. Um, so I'm very appreciative for that. Um, probably won't be running it at the Enduro this weekend since it's supposed to be a high of 60 and raining. But hey, if you would, I congratulate you on being more awesome than I am. But this kind of stuff's great. Multi-panel construction, mesh ventilation panels, tagless printed collar, which I like because it's like, you know, Haynes talks about it. You don't have to have the collar and stuff like that. And it's much better looking. Uh, sublimated graphics, extended tail so that way it stays in tucked a little bit better, comfort stretch collar, integrated mesh check, panel design, that sounds official, and uh, shorty cuffs with elastic sleeves. That just made me giggle. I don't know why. but uh, So it's kind of interesting. Steven, just to give you a heads up, people are saying stuff about errors. I don't know if that's us or if that's them. Um, but, of course, Fly Racing, huge supporter of Seat Time. And with that, I definitely think that you should go to their website, flyracing.com, and check out the new uh, – kinetic mesh gear that they have now released it is on their website flyracing.com um, and what they also do is they also support our pipeful of awesome award so in any social format we go through all the internets through twitter instagram facebook uh we don't really go to path much i'll be honest but there's a couple other places google plus where you can use hashtag the pound sign if you will thank you justin timberlake and do Pintful of Awesome. I go through all those, and I pick the one that I like the best. Um, I have to say there are a couple awesome honorable mentions. Um, CrossFit Six Shooter. So obviously we've got somebody out there from CrossFit Six Shooter. They're in McKinney, so they may be local. I'm pretty sure I know who they are. We definitely appreciate them. They're using the hashtag when all of their athletes are out there doing awesome things, and they had a really cool submission with all their athletes to, you know, getting out there, lifting heavy, and doing sweaty stuff. Um, living life healthy and that's the way they should so big thanks to them and of course mark cook which we like to say mark cock but hey how would you pronounce k-o-c-h cook or cock whatever um that's a good question hooper how would you pronounce that k-o-c-h cock see see cock. see yeah I, I was like is it cook is it cock is it kosh i was like i don't know but cock sounds funnier so we're gonna go with that um there was a picture that he had tagged pipeful of awesome frozen blood so apparently he caught like a tree limb um, and it just totally busted his nose open. And because it was so cold outside, by the time he got done with the race, he just had all the blood was frozen and congealed uh, on his chest. It was awesome. Super, super. Hey, fun. I think I know that guy. Does he? I've seen him somewhere. Yeah. He comes to... He's made it to a couple GNCCs and I believe a couple OMAs um, and, and a couple awesome. National Enduros too. So 
There's a yeah, good, sorry there's a good chance. I was, I was no? like, thought, thought I remembered him. Yeah, he's and he'll be at the National Enduro this weekend too with his daughter. So it, just in case, if you want me to reintroduce you, we could do that. We could make it happen. So Dude, I forgot to well, – go ahead. I'll, I'll let you go. Okay, I'll, okay. No no worries, man. We're, we're just talking about Pinefold's awesome here. If you got something to say, you bring it. Oh, um, I was just going to tell you, somebody told me that they know – they were like, hey, Hooper, like we're from Texas. We know Woody, but don't hold that as against us. <laughs> at the, at the GNCC, I can't remember who they were. It was like a father and son, and they like drove over and said something to me. <laughs> That's hilarious. That could have been them for sure. Uh, there's a good chance. No, it wasn't Mark. It, this was different people. I, I'd never seen them before, but I just thought I just thought I'd tell you. That's that, that sounds about right. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you, whoever you are. One, reach out and tell us uh, that you did that, and uh, thank you for doing it. So, winner of this week's Pineful of Awesome Award is I'm going to pronounce it as Alan Petit, um, and in his Instagram account is at s u a m i c o eight six three. I don't know how you pronounce that one. But uh, definitely a little bit of a selfish pick on my part for sure. But I thought it was fantastic because dude supports Seed Time. He bought one of the tanks that we were uh, selling a couple weeks ago um, to help kind of pay back the credit card on some of the money it costs to build a, new, build a new studio and get some new equipment. And then he takes that tank, hikes up to the top of a mountain, got his sons out, guns out, pose for sure, and uh, takes his picture, tags it, Pineful of Awesome, and he is going to be getting a brand new set of the kinetic mesh gear in red, white, and black from Fly Racing. Um, I did talk our uh, our supporter um, from Fly, Dale, into since they just released the gear, I was like, we should give that away. And he was like, I think that sounds like a good idea. So awesome way to get fantastic swag from Fly Racing. Every week, just do it. Tag your pictures, tag your posts, tag your stories, tag your videos with a hashtag, pintfulofawesome. I'm going to find it, I'm going to enjoy it, and we're going to have good times with it. Definitely thanks to Chuck Taylor. He's been emailing me some funny-ass pictures, and he as well had a cool picture of him in his tank top uh, after an ACL surgery or something like that. So, um, Hoop, I don't think I've seen any pictures from you tagged. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, so you know now that you've done that you're in the wrong. <laughs> I've been busy, man. Jeez. Jeez, all of this, all this, uh, this media and, and being a media person sucks, huh? It's being a dad, man. I don't know how you get anything done. <laughs> Honestly, when it comes down to it, it's a fantastic wife. That is what it is more than anything else. It's I, I get to sometimes focus on things that aren't, aren't family-oriented because my wife understands and is a fantastic mother. Um, and that that's that's what it takes. So it's very very thankful for that for sure and, and she's got an f cup and she has an f cup right now huge boobies huge <laughs> <Shoot> boobies <laughs> everybody likes big breasts big breasts if you cannot lie you are the brothers can't deny okay um steven but we're just uh, I'm, I'm you're fitting with it right. sounds Gosh. good so while uh, <laughs> apparently there's a lot of josh strings as well so as we set this up and we go through this let's talk a little bit more about this kind of stuff hooper um i had some other questions that i was going to ask you um what was it does do you know if uh, thad duvall and lane michael have the same type of um, honda factory support as the jcr team that chris bach is on i don't know it for certain but i'm pretty sure they don't but they don't i mean you do, well, no, you think, no, you think no, they I, don't. Okay. 
I, I, I don't think they do because the Morgantown Power Sports is such a big part of Fad and Lane's program. I think their deal's a little bit more of a dealer. Like, I know they're not paying for their stuff. Like, they're getting bikes and parts and stuff like that. Right. But I don't, you know, Bach was out in California testing with the JCR guys and Honda and stuff like that. So I, I think his level of support is, is definitely a notch above what they're getting. Okay. Cool. Well, no, it's good to it's good to know that kind of stuff. As uh, and we're, this will be fun to to ask uh, Mr. String as well. Do you think that we're gonna see uh, an Ampro podium sweep uh, within the year? Because we have come damn close. Uh, I don't know. I hadn't thought about it. Uh, we were talking about that the other day. When was the last time there was two Yamahas? Yeah, just two the, in itself. If we get podium, th- right? So if we get three, that could be insane. Yeah. I mean, it's certainly possible. You know. Uh, we saw two guys on the XC1 the last two races, so hey, it, as crazy as shit's been this year, <laughs> why not? So, yeah, why not? Right. And then uh, they, mean, the Becca Sheets did really well too in the W uh, the WXC class. Was she second? Yeah. Uh, this yeah. past weekend. Yeah, she was second. Yeah. yeah. So that's cool. And uh, Jordan Bailey was on two weeks ago. Even called her out. She was like, Becca Sheets is gonna do really good. She's gonna be on the podium a lot this year. I was like, okay, cool. Let's go for it. So hey, I don't know. I just I just work here. I just work here. Um, what do you think, Trevor Bollinger and Ryan Sipes' opinions? What do I think? Yeah. Anything, anything, they're doing really like so. Trevor Bollinger, Bollinger is doing really yeah. good this year. He's he's you know he was a good uh, amateur last year. Now he's in the XC2 class. Um, he did really good at the general. Had a decent Florida. Um, you know, guys like Shane Hufford are doing really good. So, so what do you think about their performances right now? Oh, I think um, I think Trevor's done really well, and I think he'll just continue to get better um, as as the year goes on. You know, he's from Morganton, North Carolina, pretty much. So, okay. Steel Creek is pretty much a home race for him. So, I know he'll do he'll do really well for there, do really well there, and as the season goes on, I mean, he kind of did the same thing last year. I don't think he even rode the first couple of races. They just showed up and won, and then like, well, all right, let's just uh, let's just keep going. So yeah, I mean, he's just a kid, you know. So he's got a he's got a lot of potential. Um, Sipes, I mean, it's about what I expected. Okay. Out of Ryan, I mean, he was super fast in Florida early for the first two hours, and it was. I'll, I'll give him. I'll definitely give him credit for that one because it was not the Florida that you're used to. Mm-hmm. You know, Florida sand whips, motocross guys come down and just can can wax guys. You know what I mean? Like, they can yep. they can just go so much faster. And this was not that race, as we already talked about. So it was a little bit more technical, muddy, stuff like that. But second hour, he just, you know, he said he cramped up and all that. So um, he definitely struggled in the mud this past weekend. I mean, he he was pretty, he was pretty, far, pretty far off the pace. And I don't know if he had any specific issues or anything like that but he's about where i expected him to be he's going to get better as the year goes on i mean that third hour is gnarly yeah yeah you know that, that, that's a and i the motocross community as a whole doesn't give these gncc guys enough respect for how fast they are right so you know i mean i the speeds they run are fast so it's not like sipes can go out and ride 60 70 percent and still be in the time right. he needs to, so, uh, you know the the amount of effort that he's going to have to put out in conditions that he's not used to riding in is pretty high. So, um, I think 
I think he'll sneak on the podium once before the year's out. A place like Ironman or Unadilla or something like that, these tracks that are faster, if the weather's right where mud and stuff's not going to come to play, I think he could I think he could be a podium threat. Hmm. So I, I, it's about what I expected out of him. I didn't – I mean – I think it, I think some of the rock star guys were down there at the Florida race. They came over from the Supercross, and they had some bets going and stuff with, like, <laughs> Davey from Racer X that he was going to win the race. And then when he got into second place, I saw those guys, they were freaking out. Like, it was two laps in, right. and he was in second. And they're like, they thought the race was over. Like, oh, he's in second now. He's going to win. They're like, come on, man. Yeah, we got a lot more laps to go. <laughs> yeah, two hours left. It's <laughs> like, a whole lot can happen. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I – I think it'll be good. You know, it's. I mean, it's great for the sport. Get people to pay attention. And yeah, we've seen. This is a good question for you. I've asked a lot of people at the end of last year, and as we've talked about GNCC racing coming into the beginning of this year, is there more money in the sport? Because right now, it looks like there are more teams, more support, more people paying attention. Um, but at the same time, we see, we hear a lot of the same excuses. We don't actually hear people being like, oh, man, great. This is awesome. People are putting up more money. People are supporting me more, all this kinds of stuff. It's just – so I want to say that things look like they're getting way better, but nobody seems to be acting like they are. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know all the numbers, right? But mm -hmm. let's think about it. So – Honda's back with a pretty decent presence. They've got, you know, whatever support they're giving to Thad, they're also, they've also got this JCR team, so that's definitely better for GNCC. Yamaha added Strang, so I know he's making more money than he made last year. Um, not, there aren't, I, I can't really think of any guys that, like, lost a ride that were top guys. So I, I'd say there has to be more money in it. Yeah. You know, Shane Watts, I don't know how, how much of it, it's his money that he's putting into it, but, you know, I guarantee you Rory Mead and Jesse Grom are making more money this year than they made last year. Right. So, yeah, I'd, I'd say, you know, with the KR4 team, and again, I don't know where the money's coming from. You know, this could be personal money that these people are putting in, but for the riders it doesn't really matter as long as they're getting paid. So, yeah, I, I'd say there there has to be more money in, the, in it right now than there than there has been, you know. Okay. So, yeah, I, don't, I don't know if it's substantial. It's not uh, 2003 money. <laughs> right. So... Yeah, you know, guys aren't making four or five hundred grand after bonuses or some crazy number like that. But yeah, I, I think there has to be more money. So yeah, okay, well, cool. No, I'm glad to get your opinion. I'm glad that you at least think that because it, it, we've talked to people about it and it's 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 almost seemed like a wash. You know, you kind of we don't get, we haven't gotten a straight answer um, from people that are involved with teams too. You know what I mean? Uh, even talking to Shane Watts. Um, now, it, what I think is Shane Watts does well. And I don't know if it's good for the sponsors or not, but man, they litter those bikes with sponsors, don't they? I mean, <laughs> it's uh. So, do you think that that's effective advertising for sponsors? People putting in money into these programs, like that form the, of the the stuff on bikes. Like that. Well, what say like what Shane Watts is doing? Uh, you, think... you look at a Shane Watts, you know, his chest protector completely covered in stickers. Um, the same thing with the bikes; they're littered with these bikes. Is that good? Is that good for the sponsors? I, if it was my brand personally, I wouldn't want it. Right. But that's just me, and I think there's specific brands that would not be into that sort of thing. But I don't know. Maybe there's like smaller companies that are just buying for some sort of place in the market. Maybe that's cool with them. But I think what Shane's doing right is, you know, his web series, even though it's not professionally produced, at least it's an inside look at like what they've what they've got going on. Um, 
dirt-wise, six inches tall down the sleeves of the riders' jerseys. Yeah. I could, you know, I, I think everybody knows who they're riding for. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I Sometimes less is more, maybe a little bit more subtle is my personal right. preference. So. Yeah, and, and I, I understand that because I come kind of from the same – um, creative opinion in the sense that I like, yeah. you know, I like a little bit more clean lines and stuff like that. Now, obviously, it's working for Shane Watts. I don't, I'm not completely, I'm not trying to diss what he's doing because obviously he's put together a fantastic program. I've taken his dirt wise riding schools, they're fantastic. I learned a ton. Um, it's just that I know, yeah, I kind of am in your boat. I would, uh, I would want it to look a little bit different, but hey, you know, obviously it's working and they're doing great now that they have three riders and they've got you know all the other little programs coming on um where you know kind of like ride like a factory rider uh, you can come in and rent a bike um kind of like you could with a kr4 so uh speaking of those guys is obviously we're having whatever kind of issues getting josh strang on uh, we are actually going to be coming to big book um and we're going to be so steven's going to do the utv racing on saturday with kr4 and i'm going to do um the morning sportsman a class um, mainly because I don't want to ride Sportsman B because I'm an A ride in Texas, eh, whatever, I'm going to do it. Uh, and I don't want to race three hours. I want to race two hours. <laughs> so I'm going to race the, the Sportsman A class uh, for Big Buck. What do you think? Am I going to what, – what should I expect? From just the Big Buck in general? Yeah, from Big Buck. It's a it's a sick track. That place is fun, man. Awesome. Yeah, yeah there's good, good woods. It's got some of the clear-cut stuff that's a little bit faster. Yeah, you'll have a blast. That place is awesome. Woohoo! We sound fun. Maybe oh, can you? Is there any way you can get into the Sportsman A class with me? Me? Yeah, a little it's bit. Possible. of A little bit of media elbow rubbing. Yeah. How about we just like see if they'll give us a special row on the back or something like that? I don't. Sportsman A. Those guys are fast. Well, I mean, we got to lose somehow. And then <laughs> there's a chance we might start in front of the women, and then we'll have to get chicked all day long. That's okay, man. I mean, if I come back from South Carolina and I'm like, dude, I got chicked all Sunday morning. I mean, that sounds cool, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's to people who don't know any better, it sounds like I had a really good time. Have you heard anything about Caleb Russell's forearms? I wanted to ask him about that, but um, we didn't hear anything. I, I didn't get a chance to, and I wanted to know if you thought that they're that how how his surgery has gone how he's recovered from it and how he's doing now looks like they're fine yeah i mean they look good i mean like i've seen i, I that sounds awful but i, I know saw i was about to say i was like yes they person. do i mean his arms are he's got i mean his arms look fine like they he's got i don't know i this is the awkward conversation to have he has big arm muscles i i don't really know if you will like yeah i mean he his scars are pretty gnarly i mean but seems to be working so boom i just invited strang and he joined in so. how did you do that and we've got producers over here that can't do it i don't know maybe you need to find a new producer <laughs> hey man it's cool we all like to have a good time that's true i just pay him to push buttons i don't pay him to know anything you actually pay uh we do we do. We pay. Nice we, um, nice. as I said, um, I do not make any money. That is not my my point here. And I make sure that once we got to a point that we were making that there was a, a, a like, you know income that it was like, hey, that's money that's here consistently. I knew that to make the show better, I needed to have somebody that could produce the show for me. 
and Steven is willing to accept X amount of dollars, which is pretty much gas money, unfortunately. It's not a ton, believe me, um, but it's something, and it, it pays for his gas every week for him to get here and then get home, So and the time, of course. Of course. So I would pay you if I had more. I don't want <laughs> it, though. Maybe, maybe I can give you, like, a virtual high-five somehow. Yeah. Oh, did you find that picture? Yeah, I think I just tried to text it, uh, message it, but you can talk to Josh now since he's on. Did he he's come? way past his bedtime. Josh, are you here? Oh, we got no sound. Josh, where's your sound, bro? Man, you suck at this. That's probably why Steven couldn't get him on. He was pushing the wrong button. <laughs> hey, Hoop, I, th I thought he used to live with you. Just go into his little, go into his rent room and, and turn it on for him. If he still did, I we would have sorted this out. But. <laughs> Man, does he know sign language? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is fun. I don't know if you guys caught that, but we just got flipped off by Josh String. That's okay. That's okay. Well, uh, up until we hear um, strings, if there's anything I can tell you, check maybe the preferences and see where the mic's getting picked up. Um, and then also make sure that uh... – <laughs> now I'm getting messages. Uh, yes, make sure the mic in the preferences is in the being picked up from the correct place. So what else is going on, Hoop, while we uh, chat about the fact that uh, Josh Strang is there looking dashing, by the way, and up past his bedtime. But what other kind of stuff? What else is going on? Yeah, you're gonna be, so you are going to be at the National this weekend? I'm, I, I'm not going to be at the National this weekend. What the? I've been, I've been trying to not tell you that because I know it's going to hurt my feelings. It is going to hurt my feelings. Who's going to catch the hair swoop, Hoop? Daniel Angle. Oh, is he going to be there? I'm pretty sure someone from them, from those people, is going to be there. So, if you will, awesome. Well, that's cool. Somebody's going to have to catch the hair swoop for sure. Someone will. Someone will. Don't worry. For sure. You know what I'm going to be riding? I don't know what you're going to be riding. I go. Yeah, guess, guess, guess. Sherco. Nope. I did ride a Sherco at a national though last year. Different, okay. different, different brand. Well, like an off-brand like that? No, 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 no. Maybe a new... Hey! Hey! Was that an Australian? Fancy. All right. Now, before we get started, Josh, you have to tell us what the problem was so that future people can know what, what not to do. I had to click on the settings and change my, mic my microphone thingy. Microphone thingy. So when you guys can't figure this out, go to your settings, microphone thingy. Yeah figure it out right all right so we are going to be here way longer than we wanted to but hey you know what that's okay that's what we do here on the couch so i'm on the couch we've got josh Strang. we've got mr hooper hooper i'm going to be riding the 2014 fe 350 oh really hell yeah i am you guys in the chat room could suck on that because it's going to be bitching i'll tell you more about it when we get rid of strength we've got him here he's awesome he's getting ready to go to sleep so watching and following you mr Strang. Um, on Instagram and Facebook and all the fun social stuff, and then even chatting with you every now and again through text, you had a very fun off-season. 
Um, you got to go to Australia. It looked like you were hanging out in California for a while, doing some testing, different bikes, and then, of course, uh, making it back to the East Coast. So besides the fact that I stalked you a lot, tell everybody else out there who's not as weird as I am, you know, w- what was your off-season like? What kind of fun stuff did you do? I went back home. I hadn't been home to Australia for two years, so uh, I was ready to get get home. And after I got back, well, I went to Japan the weekend after the last GNCC, so that was cool. And I got back from there, then went to California, then flew to Australia. So uh, went to went up to Cairns to the Great Barrier Reef, which is probably about I think it's like a twenty-hour drive from um, my parents' place. Yeah. I didn't I didn't drive. I flew there, so I got to go snorkeling and scuba diving and that sort of stuff there and then just went home and and hung out for a month and did not much so you, what uh, was it you said you ate a lot of mellow marlow what is the what'd you call it huh isn't it isn't it like some kind of chocolate sauce or something like our nutella oh nutella there's vegemite that's not chocolate no i don't know you said something you ate a lot of something meat pies I don't know. <laughs> I'm intelligent, apparently. I, I, that I have the memory of a gnat, which is obviously the case. All right. You told me you uh, you, you had gained a little bit of weight eating X, and I don't remember what that was. So how much? Oh, no, that, was, that was just a joke. Oh. I was just pull, pulling your leg. Man, i got to start learning this sarcasm thing people keep telling me about. <laughs> Shit sucks. <laughs> Milo, M-I-L-O. Somebody oh, in Milo. Chat. Yeah, that's it. Milo. Say it. How do you pronounce it? Milo. Oh, like do I just roll the words, the letters all together? Oh, yeah. is that yeah? That sound like it? Yeah, Milo. Okay, now we know. But what the hell is it? I don't even know. What uh, it is. It's just like a like a uh, Nesquik or something, pretty uh, much. It's like a it's a drink. Yeah, you just mix it up. Usually, mm-hmm. like three quarters of a cup Milo, quarter of a cup milk. Is it ever? Can it ever be used for anything erotic? No. Nah. Put it on ice cream, it's the best. That sounds pretty erotic, I'm not going to lie. There are some people out there in the world that would get off on that. <laughs> All right, so back to dirt bikes. You had a pretty awesome, uh, malo, erotic Australian off-season. What else did you do? Did you hang out uh, with Toby Price? Yeah, well, that, was, that was about it. Did a bit of riding there and then came back to California and and uh, got a Yamaha from, from Yamaha out there and just road for a month and then made it back east to freezing cold weather breezy yeah you did come back to i remember we were chatting about that um so tell us about the new bike and kind of new team we know that you're still you know your main backer this year is the rocky mountain atv mc guys which is awesome that they're back for their second year but you're on a yamaha with the infab ampro guys um, so I would imagine you tested a bunch of different bikes. Tell us about that process and what it took for you to, you know, make the choice that you you wound up making. Uh, well, the end of last year, I still wasn't real sure what what was going to happen. I'd spoken to Randy uh, Yamaha like in July of last year, and it, we were we were talking about getting something together, and and that that kind of fell through towards uh, the end of the year. So I'd I'd kind of planned I was going to be buying bikes again by myself so um, but then last minute he came and had a had a program put together for me so uh, uh, with Rocky Mountain support again for 2014 uh, he came up with a program bikes and parts to uh, to 
to help me out, and it and it's uh, already been a lot better than than uh, 2013. So absolutely, you have uh, had some fantastic results on the podium twice, consistent hole shots so far, two in a row. What the hell did Paul Wibley teach you? With <laughs> you've been riding with those Ampro guys about getting hole shots because you uh, listened. I don't know. I think he's probably mad at me. <laughs> Especially after you filled his face in full of mud in the first turn this past weekend. I'm sure he's not real. No, no, no. no, I don't know. The bike, the, the, the bike starts good. Uh, I was a little worried about we – I raced my practice bike in Florida because we thought it was going to be really bad. We probably should have raced the race bike in Florida and the practice bike on the weekend just gone. But um, I raced a brand-new bike on the weekend, so – uh, it's definitely broken now, but yeah, they, the things start really good. I think it's just all about technique. All the bikes start pretty good nowadays, but uh, the Yamaha seem to be starting pretty good. I mean, Webb's got he went on that streak last year or the year before, and and uh, he always gets good starts. So um, to get the first two hole shots has been good. I'd rather, honestly, I'd rather get a last place start like Caleb and finish first, but. Um, yeah, that that's definitely saying something when that shit happens. I guess, I guess I'll take a I'll take a whole shot anyway. Yeah, um, and especially I have to ask, what does it feel like to hold up a check that says you're the all balls whole shot winner? <laughs> I mean, I I haven't had Wibbly on, so I haven't been able to ask him about that. But I have, does does any kind of connotation go through your mind? I don't, honestly, I haven't even thought about it. So what I'm saying is, is next time you do get one, yeah. you're going to be up there with the biggest grid because you're going to be thinking about your balls. Yeah, maybe we can do some, like, um, what's it, vulgar? A vulgar photo or something. <laughs> do you do you still have the checks? Because if you still have the checks... No, we can... we, they take them back. Those jerks. Re- reusable checks. Reusable not, checks. They, don't, they don't have the budget like I do for the digital. <laughs> back on whole shot and actually give the checks away. Oh, Oh, yeah. So what you're I saying the money, but uh, is that the- digital yeah. off-road has better checks than the balls guys? Yeah. I really wish there was a better way to correlate that sexually, but unfortunately, digital off-road just doesn't tie into anything. No, it's it's no sexual connotation. Sorry. We'll work on it. I can figure out something. This is what I do for a living. Um. All right. So, Mr. Josh String, uh, how much? Do you think now we've seen Randy Hawkins teach a lot of people a lot of stuff throughout the years? I want to know what what kind of stuff has he taught you, or do you feel like you know your program is more help from Ampro all around? But what is really what has Randy Hawkins done for you, if anything? Obviously, besides um, giving you a program, we know we we know you're happy. I think, about that. Like, well, for right now, I mean the the program he's given me is is uh is more than what I like than what I expected. So um, pretty much what he's given me is the support that I need to go to, to start winning again. So um, I think that's the most important thing. But uh, um, he did show me his gun room, and I was pretty pumped about that. So uh, maybe maybe he can like take me out shooting or something. He said he is gonna. So I mean that's important to me. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, they're like forty minutes from Big Buck, aren't they? Like the yeah, they're not, very, they're not very far. I think uh, if we come in, we're gonna try. We're gonna try to fly in whatever's the cheapest. And right now, it looks like it's a super ass early Friday morning flight. So if we get in early enough, we're gonna try to take the rental car to the farm, unless they're already on the way. It just depends right. on when you guys uh, head over to the GNCC site. But maybe yeah. I can see this guns with you and be intimidated by all of his bullets. 
Yeah, it's a cool, it's a cool shop. They've got, they've got a, a couple of stock. Oh, I guess you call them stock cars in there as well as the bike. Like they got the bikes at the back of the shop, and then up front they have a, I think two or three, stock cars that Randy, Randy runs like little teams and that. So, oh. it's uh, actually a pretty cool deal if you get to go check it out. Yeah, we would love to do that for sure. Now I have to ask you about. Excuse me about your dry brake situation and the the oversized gas tank on the new 450. Um, is it not like the biggest kick in the dick that that <laughs> thing is like right there all up in your business? No, it's not. If you if you look at it, I mean, anyone who sits that far up on the tank, they're obviously not a very good rider. They're sitting way too far forward, um, and it's it's flat. Like there's no the the tank doesn't make the bite any wider. And the the quick fill sits flat with the seat and the airbox, so it, you don't. I don't. I've never felt it. So there's the the corners of the of the tank that stick out that sometimes I can feel on my leg, but not like uh, no, I don't notice it at all. Okay, so. well, I would like a picture of it, like just clean up close. This is the dry brake on my tank on the overflow for the 450. Because I just want to see up close and personal how it works. I haven't really seen a good picture of it. Um, that would make me happy. So sometime yeah. after you wake up, because obviously we're keeping you up way too late this evening, which we apologize about. But, hey, mm-hmm. um, what was it? What did it feel like when Grant Baylor came by and passed everybody at the general? I didn't even see him. Yeah, he was He's... the muddy guy that went past you. <laughs> no, he was – that race was so de- like it was. De- I enjoyed racing that in those conditions, even though I'm happy I'm not paying for bikes this year. But uh, yeah, um, but it was good. Like it, that class, they catch up to, they catch up with the guy, us guys, and they're they're already leading the overall, you know. So, um, I mean, he rode good. He probably maybe got stuck less than all of us. I know I got stuck about five times. Uh, I think the most I've ever been stuck. Uh, in the seven years I've been racing GNCC or something, so. Yeah. Um, but no, I guess I guess he rode good. Yeah, it looked like he rode good. I mean, he was what four seconds from the overall behind Caleb yeah. Russell, so I mean that's pretty intense. Um. It was also only two hours though, so I think. Yeah, that's true, yeah. and it, it, that was a lot of conditions because Caleb said it really good. You know, he said. That he he didn't really push it. The only time he really really pushed himself was when he knew he had to catch Baylor because he wanted to make yeah. those overall points. And after that, he said he's like I didn't. I, he's like I made super smart decisions and rode almost kind of conservatively. Um, and, and probably guys like you know you and yourself, you and Baylor, probably made a lot of those same decisions. Do you think that when you got stuck that you were rushing it too much, or was it just? I mean, anybody could have made those mistakes. I don't know. That was someone. I was talking to someone earlier t- today, actually. I, don't even know who it was. That track was. Uh, we, I've never had a mud race there in Georgia, and uh, that place seemed to get more mud holes than I've like any mud race I've ever done. Like, <laughs> like a the John Penton or something you go to, there'll be uh, there'll be mud holes at certain sections of the track, so you know you know you get ready for them. But this track on the weekend, there was you'd come around a corner where you think there'd be no like out in the grass fields. You don't think like they're never bottomless holes out there, and you you end up riding into a rut, and it's as deep as your handlebars. So I mean, it, it was it was a different mud like race, a wet race there on the weekend. There was more mud holes than uh, than normal, that's for sure. Yeah, 
Did you have any eye problems? I know, like, uh, Johnny Gallagher was talking about one time in a mud race, he actually, like, scratches corneas just because of riding without goggles, and I know that there was a lot of times you guys would pit and try to get new goggles, but I don't really know how long you guys were actually being able to keep them on. We dead bought goggles are pretty tough. What's that? Oh, yeah. I mean, I bet. Especially you Australian dirt bike guys. <laughs> nah, we, I had, uh, my eyes are pretty red. Um, Sunday probably looked like I'd smoked a couple of bongs or something. <laughs> well, it's it's not legal in, that's, in North that's or South everyone, Carolina. That's what everyone told me. So, um, but yeah, they were pretty pretty uh, red and sore driving home in the rain at night. Uh, they got they got pretty bad, but uh, they're good now. So wicked. All right, so I, I jumped the gun a little and started talking about the general a little bit before the Florida stuff, but that's okay. What did you think about the Florida venue about Mudmucker? Um, obviously, a lot, a lot closer to Daytona, but. You know, what are your thoughts? I thought it was good. The track ended up being real, like pretty fun. It was a little wet, um, but I, I mean, it, I don't know. I, I thought it was good. I okay. thought it was a good place for a GNCC and um, like I mean the 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 wood sections was one side was pine forest and the other side was like a, a I don't know just a tree section. And I mean, apart from being a little bit wet, I reckon it was a good place to have a have a race so uh, I know there was a lot of people complaining about it and bitching about it but I reckon it was uh, it was probably better than definitely not as far out of the way as River Ranch um, wasn't as sandy as a typical Florida race but I reckon it was a pretty good place to hold a race yeah uh, how pumped were you on your third place and your performance you know new bike new team um, all that kind of coming into the new 2014 season yeah, I was pretty happy with third. I mean, I finished third at the first round last year as well. I think I was about four minutes behind Charlie and Caleb last year, so <laughs> so we're so we're a little bit a little bit ahead of the game this year. Right. Um, Charlie always races good in Florida, and I think he goes down to Florida with the confidence that he's gonna gonna win. So, I mean, he was gonna be tough to beat there either way. But uh, yeah, I feel felt pretty good about it and pretty happy. So. Um, some things that had to work on, but I think I think we're pretty good. Um, what kind of stuff have you done with that new Yamaha to make it more off-road ready, or maybe that you've that you and Ampro do to make that bike a little bit more off-road ready? Because it seems like the YZ450 is definitely it's a motocross machine um, with you know a lot of changes coming to it for this year for 2014. Um, so what kind uh, of specifics we, are y'all changing? Well, we put a big tank on it, right? And revalve the suspension. That's it. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty awesome. So you don't do you do much motor work to your no bikes? no no the I've never done any motor work to any of my bikes Suzuki last year's bikes KTM's or like this year even with the Yamaha I've never touched them uh, I know a lot of teams do I'm not not really sure why uh, this yeah. Um, the box, the Yamahas are reliable. Uh, the weekend proved that. I right. mean that, right? Yeah. Tough one. And yeah, so we, yeah, suspension and uh, and the big tank, and you can go race one. We put like we have a FMF exhaust on and that sort of stuff, but that's uh, I mean, as far as if someone wanted to go race a GTC, they could take that thing out of the crate and uh, put a big tank on it and go race it. Really. Right. <laughs> 
that's cool. That's that's good to know. You know, because uh, it's 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 always sounded like a lot of the the jet bikes, quote unquote. You know, they're not as ready to race as KTM's and stuff like that. <laughs> but obviously, uh oh, what? Say uh, it. Uh, 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 uh. Compare what they do to a KTM to what they do. Yeah. To a, yeah any other brand. What is it? Yeah, tell me. Clutch, triple clamps, forks, shock, motor, motor, tank. So the ready to race isn't as ready to race. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I think the the factory KTM have a big budget, and they they put a lot of effort into it. I I feel that majority of the bikes nowadays come out of the crate good to race in any condition any any discipline like whether it's off-road motocross or whatever you want to do so I mean I grew up racing a standard bike I think that's of all that's all I've ever ridden really so uh, I mean sometimes I feel that the more things change on a dirt bike the the more problems you have with reliability and all that sort of stuff uh, I don't know the the Yamaha's the Yamaha's a damn good bike. I'm really impressed with it actually. Yeah, they I I rode Yamaha's for a really long time um, before KTM's. Um, it, it mainly I I mean I always rode them. That's what I knew to ride. But my you know talking to my dad about it, he was like it's because of the fact that they're so reliable. You know they made you know at the time they were WRs for us and we did some of the mods and stuff like that. But in the long run, it was just because of the fact that you, you could ride it in the mud go sit it in the garage for three or four months without washing it, go start it up and go ride, and it would do everything you needed it to do. Um, some, somehow they make those bikes extremely reliable, and, you know, that's awesome. <laughs> they don't push it too much. Um, ISDE this year. So obviously we know you want to come in and do GNCC, do really well there. Um, you've, you've done the ISDE quite a few times in the past couple of years. Um, I didn't know if you had plans again to go for Australia um, and if you would wind up using a different bike like you did last year or if you think mm -hmm. right now you're going to wind up on the Yamaha. No, I, put, I, I would like to do the ISD again. I think it's Argentina and it's uh, at the end of the year now, so I think it's the maybe the week after Ironman. So, um, it's like the first weekend in November, right? So, or first week, something like that. It's like yeah, a, so that's it's the plan to go back go down there and uh, I'll be on Yamaha this time so uh, the uh, and I think the bike will come from Yamaha Australia so oh, that's from from uh, what I understand as of right now so that's right. good and also plan I also plan to go back to Australia to do the four day in August oh cool so it'll be a cool little little warm up for the six day so uh, uh, that's that's what I'm planning to do at the moment yeah um we were talking to Caleb uh, before, you know, we uh, we spent a lot of time trying to get you on just because of or being awesome. Um, he was mentioning that it's interesting that the France team and, and a lot of other European uh, countries and stuff they do so well because they race the WEC format so much. Uh, but you seem to do really really well um, at six days and other events that you go to with that style of racing. But you don't race that all the time. You race GNCC and other, you know, hair scramble type, you know, cross country racing formats. Um, what do you think? Do you think there's anything to racing that format to be better at it, or for you, is it just, you know, you just you're just good at it? 
I don't know. Like the Australian series before I came over here was a sprint format. So I did a year and a half before I came over here do, just doing sprints, which is pretty much what the ISD is. So, I mean, I kind of have an idea of what, what to do, and I'd done two six days before Germany and uh, and Italy last year. So right. um, I don't know. I I enjoy doing those things. They're fun. And I think if you're having fun racing, that's when you ride good. So, um, I, I don't know. I enjoy it, and it's it's a it's quite a bit different. Uh, I don't know. I think you got to be smooth, and I feel like I'm a pretty smooth rider uh, overall. So, um, I don't know if that helps or not. Well, you're smooth with the ladies, so <laughs> nothing else. You know, you just you just start talking, and they're like, hey. So, you know, maybe you just have some of that confidence floating around and you're like, yeah, I'm Australian, suck it. Ah. Your, uh, your, your counter, your, uh, your teammate last year, Daniel Milner, did extremely well at the ISDE. Um, do you, what do you think? I mean, obviously you guys are going to be teammates for the trophy, but um, for the trophy team, but maybe to what do you think it's going to take to come into Argentina and, and do as good as he did last year? Uh I don't know. I set goals every year, and every year I put down I want to be the top Australian. And the last two years I've been a uh, second. The first Germany I was second to Phillips, and last year to Milner, I think. Yep. And uh, uh, yeah, it makes me a little mad, but it's cool because, like you said, it's a team. It's a team event. It's not individual. So I mean, if if Milner won, or anyone from Australia won, whether it be Toby or Phillips, um, and I got second. Or third or whatever. I mean, I'd be, I'd be still happy about that. So the, um, the after party would still be just as good. <laughs> yeah, or just as bad. I don't want to talk about how I woke up. <laughs> Multiple times that I woke up in different places. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. If anybody ever gets a chance to go to the ISDE, put it on your schedule to attend the after party. Um, Especially in Europe, those dudes throw down. It was ridiculous. Every time I was like, "Dude, uh, hanging out with Maddie Phillips most of the night, and a lot of the Australians uh, in hoop whenever he came by for thirty minutes." But uh, I was like, "Yeah." Some of us had to work. Hey, some of us had to work. I don't want to talk about you getting jobs from Red Bull. Okay, whatever. Uh, <laughs> it's like Maddie Phillips. I want a beer. Okay, he comes back. He's got like two crown and vodkas, and I'm like, Jesus! Oh my God! So I'm not. Not only am I like dehydrated, but I'm like cracked out on Red Bull with all this. Vod- it was. I danced. I came home with somebody else's shirt. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what happened to my shirt, and I'm still not going to talk about how I woke up because it was. You traded it out, man. I remember that. Did I? Yeah. Okay. Well, hey. <laughs> I'm glad somebody remembers because it's always good to archive this kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah, so other people do crazy stuff, so definitely plan on attending the after party. So, obviously, you're t- you're planning on being at Argentina this year. Hoop, are you going to be trying to make it to film all of these fine young gentlemen racing their dirt bikes? That's the plan, man. It's the plan to be there. So, you know, as long as I can figure out the finances, uh, yeah, I'll be there again. It, it, I, I enjoy it. It's fun. Yeah, I agree. It's a lot of fun. So, Hoop, you're also the, the kind of the media provider for Josh String. You put out a lot of his race reports and um, stuff with Hooper Media. So I know that you know a lot about him, but in the sense of the show, 
Do you have any questions, things that you might want, you know, verification on or just cool information about the Stranger uh, for for the show? Oh, man. <laughs> it's plenty of questions who could ask. Yeah, yeah, that's a tough one. Uh, and remember, we'll talk about this. This show is it, this is technically X-rated. <laughs> Are we light enough now we can talk about whatever? No. Um, <laughs> no. Well, Brian was asking me earlier about uh, about the triathlons and stuff, and I mentioned that you know you and I did that half Ironman together back in August. But now I've seen some big name NASCAR driver mention you on Instagram, so you can tell him about your your little cycling deal or whatever you got going on with Jimmy Johnson. Uh oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, last year I got I got to go riding with uh, Jimmy Johnson and and a bunch of other people actually, and I and I met his pot his pilot. He's a private jet pilot, so <laughs> that sounds which, funny. Which is pretty cool, and I got to know him pretty well, and I ended up going riding with him a bunch last year. And um, towards the end of the year, he he uh, contacted me, and he's like, oh, "Do you want to be on Jimmy Jimmy Johnson and his foundation, the Jimmy Johnson Foundation?" And then uh, it's like a a training um, computer cycling class. It's called Total Cyclist in Charlotte here. They're starting like a just a fun, fun little cycling team thing. They're like, "You want to be on?" And I'm like, "And I'm like, I'm like, yeah. Why wouldn't I be? I mean, have have like Jimmy's name on my cycling gear and that sort of stuff. It's like pretty, pretty cool. Even if I had to pay for the gear. So, um, so I ended up doing that, and they I ended up getting a bunch of, bunch of free cycling gear and like bicycle helmet and this like free classes at this to- total cyclist place and. Um, and I get to go riding with all these guys, so it's pretty, it's pretty mad. Um, I got to go riding with Jimmy last week, some mountain biking, and he, uh, he's actually surprisingly pretty good on a mountain bike. And uh, even though he, he did go down one time, and uh, he got up shaking his hand, and I was like, man, hopefully he didn't bust that thing. Otherwise, I'll, he'll probably end up having to shoot me and the guy that took him took him riding. <laughs> it's not my hand that's hurt. I can hold on to the steering wheel. Yeah. But no, nah, so that's that's pretty cool deal. I'm, I mean, it's, I don't want to. Every time I've met him a couple of times now, and every time I don't want to be like that guy that's so pumped to to like taking selfies with him and that sort of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so I got I got to try and keep like be like try and be cool and just be be normal around him because he's like he's a, way different to what I thought he would be. He's, he's a lot more normal than I thought. Yeah. So. It's actually pretty cool to be able to do that, do stuff like that, or have to do things like that. You're saying that well, when I'm all like, you know, excited and taking selfies with you, that, that I'm that guy. That guy with the mustache. Damn it! I just can't, <laughs> I just can't grow a mustache. So. It's because all that Malo that you eat. Malo. Drink whatever. I don't know. Malo. 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 <laughs> well, that's cool, man. That would be fun. So you're gonna have. Jimmy Johnson on your cycling gear, and you're gonna have all balls racing on your checks. Yeah, <laughs> I think you're 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 really starting to, to pull it together there. You gotta watch out for the for the scene of the X-rated friends you're gonna be making soon. It's gonna be interesting. 
Damn it. Oh. I'm just off my game tonight. I really don't have anything good. <laughs> it sucks. Damn it. All right. Well, Mr. Josh Drain, we appreciate you staying up a little bit late. Uh, definitely, uh, you know, fixing some technical difficulties with us as we uh, try to make the internet better. Um, what, what, are, what other, any last words of wisdom for all the fans and cool people out there? Um, I don't know. Just, I guess, make it to a GNCC if you can, and I'll, I don't know, just come, just go racing or something. Go have fun, drink a beer or something. Yes. Actually. When did when did we talk last? It's been a while, hasn't it? Uh, on the show? Yeah. Yeah, no, it has been a while, unfortunately. I think I'm still in California. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, well, I'm I'm in North Carolina now, so. Yeah. Is, um, are you still in the same house you were in last year, like with Corey? Yeah, just rent, just renting a place. So, well, well, they didn't come back. Oh, yeah, that, yeah they're yeah. She's she's getting to fly this year because she's yeah, the factory. She's, cool, she's getting paid. Factory deal. Yeah. Factory but, it's, uh, it's uh. It's been good. Like last year was fun. like the racing was up and down last year, but last year I had a good time, like good summer. Went like Hoops had went to did some triathlons and that sort of stuff, and then went to a bunch of concerts and that, and just had a good time in it. And I I really enjoy it back here on the East Coast a lot more than I did in California. I bet it seems like it's a little bit more low key. I would think. Um, I don't live there, but it would you know seem like on the West Coast it's a good chance of like all the city life to, like craziness but on the east coast with more woods and just the ability yeah, to walk wear, outside and hunt i gotta wear flat bills and have my pants like hanging around my ass and that so i wasn't doing that well our good friend tiffany vardell would love it if your ass was hanging out um but <laughs> i uh, thought she liked the, the price hey the she price just she's all about the accent man yeah so oh strength tell him about your instagram ooh. the chick you can humble brag about it. The screenshot What's you sent me. Uh, no, that's. <laughs> uh, I'll tell him. I'll tell him. Yes, bring it. So, so on the weekend, he was all pumped. He's like, he's like, dude, this chick was just totally checking me out, and I'm, I'm pretty sure she caught me looking back at her, and I, I think she was, she was with a guy, but I'm pretty sure it was her brother. So we're driving home, and I get a screenshot from him. Uh, on a, from Instagram or Twitter and it's this chick she's like I called Josh Drang my boyfriend to my boyfriend hashtag man candy <laughs> dude you got hashtagged man candy yeah what the fuck man like that's, how... that's like a that's like a check in life man take that out of the bucket list <laughs> done <laughs> I am now man candy <laughs> hashtag can't help it Hashtag Josh Strang. Hashtag number four. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know. It, should, it could be hashtag four for all we know, right? The world we live in today. It's such a good time. Uh, definitely, we had a guy in the chat room, Malakote. He said that he got to meet you last year at Iron Man and that you're a super cool, down to earth guy. Glad to see all the GNCC guys are humble. So, He's confusing him with somebody else for yeah. sure. Yeah. I was going to say. He talked to somebody else with an accent. That's a right. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty out there. Hey, uh, with the with the Enduro Cross coming to the East Coast, are you going to head to Atlanta and do that event? I don't think so. I might. I don't. I don't even know when it is. I might go watch. I mean, you had a go at Enduro Cross once, didn't you? Yeah, I didn't like. Didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> I don't think it like me actually. 
That's not modding <laughs> enough practice. You just stood there and yelled at the rocks and they moved? Is that they were afraid of you? I should have just sat in the stands and drank some beer. That's what I did. Well, I was saying we went to Vegas Endurocross, and we had just the day before we had ridden uh, in Utah with the fast guys, the fast company guys, and uh, holy shit, man. Uh, we went out there. And uh, I was I was beat up. I had a stupid crash on Saturday riding with those guys. So going to Vegas, I get uh, three quarters of a lap in practice one on the enduro crash track in Vegas. I get half a lap in practice two, and I don't even finish practice two. I quit in the middle of the matrix. Ride my bike. I go put it at the pits. I walk back to the bar, and I got a crowd and coke. Uh, and it was like the next practice that was after us wasn't even over yet. So people are like. How did you get back to the car so quickly to the bar, get a drink, and then back to the venue? And I was like, this is how a quitter quits. Right here. <laughs> like, bam! I was like, my Vegas is on, motherfuckers. I was like, I'm not making the night show, that's for sure. So, Yeah, that some, somewhere along the lines of how my enjoy across uh, debut went as well. No drinks involved, just, just practice. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, hopefully you uh, figure out what to do, and maybe you can build an enduro cross track at the farm. Uh, and, or I'll just just keep racing GNCC and maybe do some motocross instead. That's a lot more enjoyable. All right. Wuss. What about the TKO? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's like I like to have fun racing still. <laughs> I think the the TKO would be more enjoyable for me than, than say the Enduro Cross or something but uh, I don't know honestly I'd rather go get my pro license again and go race some national motocross than, than that stuff so that would be really cool well I mean go to or I'd rather go to Europe and do WC or something like that yeah that would be really cool that would be the hot setup to be able to get more of that kind of racing fun that would be the good times well all right dude i know it's late it's past your bedtime and it's gonna be the same for hoop here in a second so thank you for being on the show we really really appreciate it good luck at steel creek have fun out there and uh don't uh i don't know keep being australian and awesome yeah i'll try <laughs> well uh how do you say does good day mate work at nighttime or is that just nah, the morning that's time? that's like good well good day good day short for good day right so it wouldn't work it. What do we night. say? Like good good night? Or just uh, we nah we say we're very rude. Oh, I'm very rude. It's All usually right. Fuck off. Usually night. Just know. not. See you later. Not. 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 Alright, Mr. Josh Strang, we really appreciate you being on the show. Uh yeah, we look forward to chatting with you in the future and we'll have all the technical stuff worked out so you get to bed kind of on time. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right, man. Take it easy. Please. Later. Uh, Hoop, just a couple more Yo. things for us is uh, I do want to say thank you very much to our good friends over at Ride PG, big supporters of Seat Time. And with that, uh, they do have a discount code. You can go to their website, ridepg.com, and you can put in the discount code Seat Time. Save yourself some money. They do have a lot of uh, fun ready-to-ship options. Uh, they have next-day shipping as long as you get your order in before uh, 9 a.m. Eastern time. So you'd have to wake up a little early if you want to do that or you're on the West Coast. But, hey, depends if you want it same-day shipping or not. So got to make it happen. Um, if you're looking for any kind of graphics for your bikes, obviously stickers for your kids, wraps for your cars. Uh, I mean, you could do T-shirts, butt patches, 
a heat press, all that fun stuff for your jerseys. You can do that through PowerSport Graphics. You go to RidePG.com. Use the discount code SEATTIME. We definitely thank those guys for their support and uh, being with us for such a long, long time. Um, so we've got the National Enduro coming up this, this weekend, round two in Concho. Now, you're not going to be there this year, unfortunately, Hoop, it sounds like. But uh, from last year, do you have any expectations? Yeah, Charlie's going to wax everybody. Yeah? No, he looks like he's he on it. He was killing man. everybody last year. Remember, he blew his bike up, and they did a motor change in the middle of the yep. thing in like 15 minutes or something. Yeah, he'll kill everybody. Yeah, I know. Uh, Andrew DeLong did really good last year getting his uh, podium there. Uh, it would be cool to see him get a little bit better luck. It doesn't seem like, for some reason, the Husky Dude, team has been having that great of luck. Exactly. Uh, the whole the whole deal, right? Like, yeah. Argue Bright's had a couple good results, but he's also, like, had some DNS. Man, that I don't understand. Like, yeah. I, I wonder if it was put together too quick. Yeah, but it's like, just throw some white plastic on a freaking KTM and call it good until you get your shit sorted out instead of not finishing races, right? <laughs> well, that's what... Uh... <laughs> That's what Kayla uh, Russell Bobbitt did at uh, the Burnt Gin. He he had right. his Husky wasn't there yet, so he was on a KTM. No, I'll give I'll give Russ credit. Russ was on it, man, at the first enduro, and he yeah, that sucks. Crashed man. and got hurt, and that sucked. So yeah. yeah, it's like man, you know, Andrew had problem. Did he make a lap this past weekend? I Mike I Brown know. was supposed to be at both the GNCCs, wasn't he? Yeah, and he hasn't been either, that, right? right? So that's Just interesting. Like, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't either. But it doesn't look good. It's. I know they're they're wanting to keep everything separate, you know, between from them and the the KTM team and all that. And and it's definitely definitely separate, at least at the races. Yeah. You know, it's definitely different than the Husaberg deal. You know. Right. It's like last year, Russ was on a bird, but he was like under the. Yeah, under the KTM rig. Yeah, right. he was. Uh, like his mechanic was, like, was there. No denying what was going on there. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. I heard uh, I heard the a rumor that there's going to be a new uh, a new Husky logo in the near future, that they're that they're going to get rid of the of the gun sight around the H. Oh really? Yeah, um, and I I was I'm like I'm kind of shocked by that. I mean that's so iconic. I mean so iconic. So I hope it's not like the Gap where they try to change it and there's so much social flack that they change it back because it was stupid. Yeah I I yeah that doesn't make any sense. It's pretty iconic, right? Yes, I yeah, I mean, so you know, maybe it's an update. I don't know. I've just kind of heard of different people talking about it. That one of the things that not just along with R and D right now that's already started for 2016 models of changes that we're going to see specific to Huskies, we should as well start to expect to see other changes that you know are, that will that are that are going to re you know reignite the brand. So and and the logo was one of those things. It's just interesting. Um, I'm going to have fun this weekend. I am going to be on a Husky. I'm going to be on the FE 350. Um, it is our local reps. Um, so our, our local rep, Ty Howard here, is KTM and Husqvarna rep now. Um, he is not going to be able to make the race. He just got his new bike in. He's ridden it once at the Quidike Enduro in Texas. Uh, he said, hey, uh, I, I was joking with him when he was going when it was, when he was going to Cali for his meetings and stuff. I was like, you get me a 350. Bring it back. It's mine. I want to race it. And he texted me, and he was like, well, I know you were joking, but now I'm not. And so I get to race that uh, this weekend. And I'm in the A30 class. I'm not going to you know, be setting any fires by doing an awesome job or nothing. So switching a bike and riding something I don't know that well, it's not going to change much for me, to be completely honest. So I'm going to have fun. Be cool. Dude, enjoy it. I'm sorry I won't be there, but Chuck. I hate to let you down. But you know, no. My hair no, swoop will not look the same. 
It just won't. I know. I know. I know. Okay. What should we expect from Steel Creek? Uh, if there's anybody that knows GNCC history very well, you're definitely one of them. You and Rodney or Roddy, uh, Rodney. So, what do you think we should expect to see at Steel Creek? <laughs> as long as we don't say mud. Um. See, this is where I always get in a hard. I have a hard time making predictions. I'm afraid people are always going to think I'm biased. Um. But I think you're either going to see Strang or Caleb win at Steel Creek. Those guys go super good there. It's going to be Caleb, Charlie, and Strang out front. I think they'll murder everybody. That's my prediction. Hmm. Maybe Unadilla-esque finish from last year with Ooh. those three guys way out front. Yeah, you know, that would be cool. Uh, Strang's won there a lot. Caleb freaking dominated two years ago. I remember that That was probably one of my favorite shots I've ever got at a GNCC was him with his helmet off, getting a drink before second place ever came through. I was like, so sick. I'm like, like, man, just just gnarly, right? And then, you know, um, Charlie won for the first time there last year. And I, you remember, if like, I think it was three years ago when he crashed in the last turn and gave Strang the win. That yes. might be one of the – that was one of the better to-the-finish GNCC races I've ever seen. So we've had some pretty good races there before. So, I, you know – Going all the way back to 2007 when Paul Wibley ran me over and Glenn <laughs> Carney crashed into the scoring lady and broke her leg and then Barry Hawk won. So I don't know what that place, I don't know what the deal is at that place, but it sets up some awesome races. But I think strengths do, man. He hasn't won one in a year. Right. I know he's my buddy and all that, so I'm, I've, uh, everybody thinks I'm biased or whatever. But I think I think he'll be solid there. He was running really good there last year, and then crashed with a lapper towards MCL. So that was kind of like the start of the end of his, like of of, of any sort of title contention or great season last year. So yeah. um, I think I think those three guys are going to get out front and just check out from everybody. That's my prediction. Well, cool. I as well. Uh, I'm not a big about predictions as well. I like to talk about racing that I like to see. And so far, even though it has been Mudfest and stuff like that, I've really enjoyed watching the live webcast. Uh, I I just hope that the quality stays up. That's that's my uh, that's my want and desire. Uh, not that not that they haven't had it. It's been great, and I hope it stays there so that I can watch uh, Steel Creek live uh, from from my garage, listen to it there, and it'll be a good time. Uh, well, dude, I really, really appreciate you coming on the show, and I know that you as well run all kinds of fun websites and do all your own stuff. So, where where can people follow you and find out more about what you do? Uh, well, the website I run is digitaloffroad.com, but uh, I also produce all the GNCC videos and stuff. So you see those on racertv.com and um, gnccracing.com. I don't know. I'm all over the place, man. I'm doing so much stuff now. I don't even know, but. <laughs> If it looks like I did it, I probably did. It might just be for somebody else. So. <laughs> as long as you get the right, uh, the right uh, watermark on the correct video. Dude, I just all I care is if they send me a check within sixty days of doing the work. Fuck, I don't even care about the watermark anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so don't, don't don't overfill your plate. You're gonna you're gonna get yourself. You're gonna be like, ah. We don't need that. No. Well, one day we're going to yeah, have well, to go thanks, to the Thanks for having me you. back, man. It was fun. It's been a while, so it was good. Next time you don't have anybody on no top riders, you, you like, squeezed me in with, like, Caleb and Strang, like, two of the bigger names on 
the series, and then I just kind of I just kind of hung out most of the time. I didn't really have, I didn't really have much to say. So well, hopefully this is just a you know a good way for you to get your feet wet. You know, you're always welcome. I definitely enjoy the roundtable effect a little bit better. I think it feels less interviewee, a little bit more showy. Uh, what I want to see seat time become. So definitely, I w- if we can keep we've got a few things to work out when it comes to the hangouts and stuff like that processes. Uh, to figure out what the smoothest way to You're do it. You're just pushing right? the boundaries, man. Pushing the boundaries oh, of technology. Yeah. Oh my God, the internet didn't know what hit it. Uh, I think we could. Uh, now have that some I know really you, cool now I know you got some money and you're paying people. I might ask. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna high five you with virtual awesomeness. <laughs> and I'm gonna send you one of the the beer the beer Olympics pint glasses that I have left over. <laughs> yeah. That I can do. I was gonna. I tried to find my seat time koozie. I think I left it on my boat. So. I don't know. I was gonna I was gonna use it for the show, but I didn't, so I'm sorry. At least somewhere. And it, I got my empties though. I wasn't mess. You were you were like, like, drinking coke or whatever the fuck was. Yeah, going on. I, I'm not lying. I'm feeling like shit, so you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> yeah, we'll have, to, we'll have to remedy that situation. Yeah. Two weeks, we'll see it back again. Woo! Be like, I don't even like clothes. They suck. We'll go to the ISDE together again, and then we'll just drink a lot every night that we get done and our feet hurt. Yeah. That'll be the way Works to do it. Me. Well, cool, dude. Well, I'm going to outro the seat time stuff, so if you need to drop off, you feel free, and uh, we will definitely uh, chat in the near future. All right. Thanks, Brian. Yeah, Take man. Easy, man. All, right. All right. So what you guys have been seeing... Uh, seat time. We've had Jason Hooper on, uh, giving us some insight there from all the GNCC work that he's been doing, been at some of the national Enduros this year. Well, the one round we've had and, uh, got to talk with Caleb Russell and Josh String. Uh, we talked about some other interesting stuff too, as, is uh, we were having some difficulties, but got a chance to really discuss some topics. Uh, we don't get a chance to do that too much because of the fact that we have so many interviews. So hopefully you guys like the format a little bit better. Went a little bit longer than we really wanted to, uh, to be honest, but Hey, happens so this has been seat time seat time the online show for the offer enthusiasts you can find us at our website seattime.co we are on facebook facebook.com slash seat time twitter twitter.com slash seat time underscore co because we change it up a little bit and then instagram instagram you can our username is just uh seat time it's actually one word um if you don't get a chance to watch the shows live or maybe it's too long for you to watch the whole thing live if you'd like to tune in after the fact of course, you can. Uh, we, we post everything to the site. You can find it there. If not, subscribe to us on YouTube. Um, we er- upload everything there. And if that doesn't work out too well for you, of course, iTunes and Stitcher, great way to listen to the show uh, while you're driving to races. Even Caleb Russell said while he was going down to Florida, uh, he had it up while he was uh, checking it out. So that's cool to hear. Uh, cool to find out. We really appreciate Fly Racing for being such a big supporter of Seat Time, Ride PG, and the guys over at Stillwell Performance. Uh, if you guys want to know more about Stillwell Performance, you go to stillwellperformance.com. Um, they've got some really, really cool riders uh, learning all about the dampening duties that they've got going on over there, like Cody Webb, Corey Grafunder, Kyle Redmond, and Luis Forsley. Um, you can head to their website, call them at the shop, and ask how they can make your off-road experience that much better. Um, tell them Seat Time sent you, and uh, we know that you will get a special treatment for sure. Uh, my advice is to definitely go to their website, stillwellperformance.com, and check out their adjustable link guard. Uh, not just good for the KTM with the new linkage on the bikes. Um, it actually can be used for a lot of other reasons like that if you're looking to change your geometry just a little bit and don't have the money to buy full-on new triple clamps. 
Check it out, Solo Performance. Big thanks to those guys. Big thanks to Fly Racing for their support of Seat Time and for the Pintful of Awesome Award. And, of course, the guys over at Ride PG. You can find those guys at their websites. We really appreciate it. It's been two hours of Seat Time. I feel like crap. I'm going to sleep. I'm all hopped up. It's kind of interesting. But remember, always enjoy a Pintful of Awesome, and we will definitely see you guys next Tuesday.